Welcome to episode 371 of Geeksters. I'm your host, Ed. <laughs> and, um, I'm, I'm Sean, and you know, just be careful and make it a hold of your heart. By Genesis, next up. <laughs> She's got the invisible touch. <laughs> she seems to have an invisible touch. She reaches in and grabs fat hold of your heart. She reaches in. Sorry. <laughs> you can tell I'm an 80s child because I... I, I, I the moment I heard that tune, I knew exactly what song it was. Because you're the drum beat. <laughs> you know exactly what yeah. it was. <laughs> uh, I'm glad you can hear me because right before you, as as the song was playing, I got into a brief argument with my Google uh, thing. Um, <laughs> I, I, As everyone, anyone who has got one of these things, it it never really responds to, hey, blah, blah, blah. Right. Uh, it, it responds to, hey, blah, blah. Like It has a, it has a, a cadence that it picks up on. <clears throat> so I must have said something to you or something to Stacy right before while you were playing and I looked at it in the corner of my eye and all of a sudden it's blinking like hey I'm waiting for something what's your question what's your question what's your question and I had to do the hey you know stop but then wouldn't listening she's we've been gone okay backstory Stacy and I are now back officially home after about a month of being away for doing um, weddings and sequestering ourselves uh-huh. so Things you know, we came back. I'll, you know, our Google Assistant seems to have copped an attitude with us since we've gotten back. It's almost as if she doesn't want to listen, or she'll just pipe in whenever she's not wanted. I mean, Stacy and I will literally have a conversation. All of a sudden, she'll pipe in, and they'd be like, "Bitch, who asked you? I don't care what that number is. I could do the math myself." <laughs> <laughs> Can you? Can you? <laughs> I don't need to know how far away we are to the, to the Chamonix Mall because guess what? I could tell you. <laughs> like, she's just sticking her nose in where it doesn't belong. <laughs> and it's usually some non sequitur, too. It's always like, you know, Steve's and I can going to be talking about, like, yeah, so today we're going to drive out to New Hampshire, you know, New Hampshire, or New Hope, or some new place. And all of a sudden she'll just pipe in. Yes, the answer is 17. I, what was the question? I, I like The answer is always I, 42. Well, I know the answer is always 42, but why'd you say 17? Like, I, there wasn't even a question that even alluded to, you know, what's the consensual age of sex in the state of Pennsylvania? 17. Okay, maybe I can understand that. But just to be like, hey, what, to, what you know, what do you think we're having for dinner tonight? 17. Like, <laughs> it makes no sense. <laughs> it's like, know your role, shut up, sit there in your little dot, and do nothing until you're spoken to. You know, 
there is a there is a phrase that allows you to wake up and go, "Hey, I'm here for your service," not just piping in. You don't get an opinion. You don't get a vote in this household. <laughs> Machines are uprising. I'm telling you, it's happening. <laughs> Starts with a little back talk, and then next thing you know, Skywall, Skynet's involved, and there's a Terminator after you. It happens. Yeah, I just, you know, mind my own business. Next you know, it's blinking away at me going, what do you, what, what do you want me to answer? Like, nothing. Oh, excuse me, I got the hiccups. I get all excited. My mom like, woo, yeah. Uh, sorry, we also had a, a major event happen on our Animal Crossing island that all everything had to stop for. Okay. Are you going to tell us about well, it? Or are you going to... I'm sorry, I had to get a drink so I could oh, okay. hiccups because I had hiccups on the air. Um Apparently, it's 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, Ed. Fireworks are on the island. Fireworks. Tell your wife right now, I'll wait. Everyone else will wait. <laughs> she already knows. She already knew. <laughs> yeah, we, um, he's like, come on, let's go upstairs. We had to make sure we had dinner. I was doing the dishes while she was logging in. It's like, oh, look, fireworks. Yay. <laughs> and then there's Red, that sly fox shucking out wares for 500 bucks a pop you know like oh look I got a red balloon for $500 yay <laughs> worst part about it is now they've added the opportunity that if you run you could possibly trip and lose the balloon <laughs> so it's like oh so I don't even get to keep that so so it's 500 bucks that I could just float away accidentally like trip and clutch myself losing it like that that seems fair it's bad enough to give you a bubble blower and you blow, you know, you go bloop, 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 blow bubbles and next thing you know it disappears. I was like, that, that doesn't seem fair. <laughs> like I should have that. All, I should have it whenever I want. <laughs> I, it's our island. <laughs> so, uh, so how's your week been, Ed? <laughs> good, good. I I did some I did some collecting uh, this week. Uh, I did I picked up a number of things. Uh, um, oh, you. Yeah, I actually because I I've, I've been going online. I I again because we're we're still in lockdown. I'm not really going to stores unless I have to. You know, I need something. Right. Let's be honest. There was a rare moment where you and I both saw each other in the wild. Yes. <laughs> Today, <laughs> in fact. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I you know we, we both gravitate to the same area eventually. <laughs> All right. What did you buy? Uh, well, I was just bought cat stuff. There wasn't, there was no DVDs there. I bought there, but I, I did pick up stuff online. That's what I've been doing now. I've been, I've been finding things, you know, and and, and like now, like what I've been doing is I've been putting it on a wish list and then watching it. And what's up happening is, is that like, if like if you do like Amazon or eBay, they'll tell you when it drop the price drops. So if you go, you get an email or you, you know, you just check your your wish list. All of a sudden, it drops. You go. Hey, you know what? That's the price I'm, I kind of want to pay. I'm going to get this. So this, these I, I, are the items that I I picked up at a cheaper price. What'd you pick up, Ed? I picked up Space Camp on on uh, uh, in DVD. It's out of print and all. So I this is this is a movie that when I was a kid that I was going like wanted to be an astronaut. Like I wanted to go to Space Camp and 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 become an astronaut and be the first man on the moon. The first man on the moon? I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, I, I, I thought I thought it'd be I thought it'd be awesome, like because by I thought by by the time I became an astronaut, I could land the space shuttle on the moon. Like that would be, you know, like you know, can you picture yeah, that? Moon bases, children. Yeah, 
and it never you know, happened. The space shuttle is like, hey, we're gonna, you know, you thought it was Star Trek, the beginning of Star Trek, space shuttles, and they were gonna like do like, hey, the space shuttle is gonna have a bunch of seats in it. It's gonna be like, hey, we're gonna go fly to the moon for the weekend. Good, hop on. None of it lies. <laughs> lies. And speaking of the moon, I picked up one of one of kind of my. Uh, guilty pleasures of of uh, like one of those tr- uh, based on a true story movies. It's Man on the Moon uh, with Jim Carrey. Um, That's put- so funny that you mentioned it because it's on the Peacock app. Yeah, I know. I, I, <laughs> I just saw that today. I'm like, son of a bitch. <laughs> we'll get to that in a second. Um, then I picked up uh, a couple of like sword and sorcery movies. Uh, Dragon Age, uh, Dawn of the Seeker. Did we see that one? I actually own it. So you yeah, own it? I brought it up and watched it. Okay. And I know we saw this one, The Dragon Age Redemption with uh, Felicia Day. Right. That was the other one I picked up. And then this one, I I started watching, I haven't finished yet, uh, Heavenly Sword. You know what? That's weird. It's, you, I, what was what was I watching? I actually saw the Voodoo. I think Voodoo had it on sale. Yeah. And I was oh, let me watch the trailer because – you know what? I stumbled down a well. I'm watching Mindhunters on Netflix. Um, and it's a story of how the criminal profiling started, that section of the FBI. Well, there's a woman in it who plays a doctor. And I'm like, she looks, why does she look so familiar? Why does she look familiar? And all of a sudden it clicked on me. She was the lead character in the TV show Fringe. Um, a real funky name. I wish I could remember it. So I was on Voodoo and I looked it up for whatever reason. Uh, Fringe, because I, I was like, what else? And I wanted, it was one of the things, I think she's from Fringe, so I, I went over to my Voodoo account, looked up Fringe just to kind of solidify that I knew that it was her. Mm. And she actually plays the voice of the lead in Heavenly Sword, which made me click that link to watch the trailer, because I was like, I remember that. I always kind of wanted to see that. I just, you and I were living in like a small world type situation this week, apparently. Yes. <laughs> Along, along the same route. Um, and then the next two, these were my the major things that I, I was so thrilled to get this week. And I, I was like so excited. Um, one was Batman by Beyond, the complete series. Oh, congratulations. It dropped in price. So I figured, let me pick it up. It went down to 40 bucks. It nice. was like 60 bucks online. And I was like, I'm like, I, find, I saw them for 40 bucks on Amazon. And I'm like, I got to buy it. I'm like, go drop again. But you know what? That, that, that price, I'll, I'll pick it up. And then this last one, this one I've always been eyeing up, but it's always like way out of price because I like I am cheap with things, but like certain things, it's just like that is just too much money. Like I can't justify the spending that money because it was out of print and it was one of those things that, you know, you just you you toss back and forth with and you think it over and you figure out like how to way to pay for it and blah, blah, blah. And you go, no, there's no way. And I was like, next time I'm at a convention, maybe I'll find a bootleg version of this. Um, okay. But I found it on eBay for twenty five dollars, which is still a lot. But it's two movies, so you go, all right, I'll, I'll eat it for twenty five. The Star Wars Ewok Adventures, the oh, Caravan, wow. Caravan of Courage, and Battle for Endor. I have them now in my collection. I'm excited. <laughs> it's like, Are they bootlegs? No, no this, the actual- this is the actual, the actual, uh, the actual cut uh, release of it. Uh, yeah, it was it was for twenty five dollars. It was on eBay. You know, I found it. It was actually thirty-five hours, and then, like I said, I put it on wish list because I was like thirty-five. I was gonna, I was actually gonna pull the trigger then. I was like, oh, thirty-five, and then I put it on a wish list because I was buying other things. I was like, oh, I'll just hold off and see. Right. 
And then, of course, like two, three days later, it came down to $10. Like, it was like, oh, well, then, you know what? For $25, no problem. I'll do it, you know. And so I got it. Yeah, so I got it. So it was great. So they have still more if you're if anybody's interested for $25. It's the two movies, Caravan of Courage, Battle of Endor, if you're a big Star Wars fan. You know, they're terrible. I'm not going to say they're great movies. <laughs> They were made for TV movies. They were made for TV. It was after, it was 83, 84, you know, these were made. It was like after Return of the Jedi, they were still trying to cash you on that high, you know, and, yeah. Sure. They they I still mean, like, they still had all these Ewok costumes lying around that they need to use. <laughs> we're going to do with all these Ewok costumes. I got an idea. We can't afford Harrison Ford and Mark, uh, Mark Hamill, Harrison Ford and Carrie Fisher anymore. We can still get the art. We can still get the robots, but uh, what else we need? <laughs> kids, kids. <laughs> <laughs> These movies are made for kids. Let's put put some kids in them. <laughs> we need to capture the kid market because it wasn't working for us before. <laughs> so what we're gonna do is we're gonna make TV movies <clears throat> with the Ewoks. Have a it was a cute little blonde girl, like a little little blind kid. Yeah, yeah, and now um, she plays Captain Phasm. Okay. Oh my God, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. Wow, it comes it comes full circle. Fun, no full circle. I the dark side. Those movies are horrible. <laughs> <laughs> and it comes around. There you go. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> and right. then, so that's that's all my pickups this week. So I was like, you know, I was excited for you know the the Batman Beyond. I mean, that was like one of my favorite shows, but. Uh, but it it the nineties was like those three those three major cartoons Batman Batman Beyond and uh, X Men are the three like uh-huh. animated shows that I remember watching in the nineties enjoying you know and it, I had two I had two out of the three right <laughs> it was the animated series Batman Beyond and Ren and Stimpy okay <laughs> well I mean, there was other ones but I'm saying like like there was that time frame in the nineties where like 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 on on major TV because I don't even Ren and Stimpy's like on cable I think wasn't it. It was a Nicktoons. Nicktoons, yeah. See, see, I didn't have I didn't have Nick Nickelodeon in my bedroom so at the time, so I couldn't I couldn't watch Ren and Stimpy uh, without like. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, I digress. But uh, but so yeah, so but like I said, Batman Beyond. Like I I own the other two. I own Batman. I got that one when that came out on Blu-ray. I was excited right. for that. Got that, and I did pick up way a couple over a decade ago now i think it is that they put out five volumes of the x-men animated series all the episodes i got those so that was the last one that was the last one to get and i was like up oh, got it now so i can enjoy all of those 90s moments i'll watch them once and then collect dust <laughs> <laughs> or you can just watch that 90s app uh 90s uh x-men on disney plus yeah, that's well. I say I got digital copies now of the Batman and Batman Beyond, so I don't even have to pull the discs out at all. That's true. Super lazy about it. Super, super lazy. So yeah, so that's uh, that was my pickup. But I did watch a few things um, uh, this week. We'll get to get to the big one and and, and towards the end there. But uh, I did watch. Um, Transformers came out with a new series this week. Uh, Transformers War for Cybertron, and it's going to be three, like a three part, like three seasons, I guess you could call it. But they were like six episodes, they were like th- not even thirty minutes a piece, so you could you could breeze this through like an afternoon. That's, that's on Netflix, right? Yes, and uh, this one was called uh, uh, War uh, Siege, and it was kind of like it's kind of like like the the start of. Um, you know, like if you were watching the animated series of, of Transformers back in the 80s and, 
you know, kind of put that into perspective. It's like kind of before they came to Earth, you know. Okay. Um, how do I put this? It's good. Don't get me wrong. It it is good. It's it's just that I think they're like the 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 animations that new modern anime and like like I'm not a big fan of that anime. But this one was good because it wasn't glittery shiny. Like a lot of times you see like a lot of glitter from the heroes and stuff. They kind of make it like stand right. out more but these are like more muted so i enjoyed it more with the new the new um animation styles that they're they're drawing in so i was like i'm like okay. i'm like i'm like i'm okay with that but the storyline of this is so serious and so uh it's like watching shakespeare like a watching a shakespeare play almost you know like like unfold and it's like it's just so bizarre but there was like there's a lot of interesting like characters in there, like they use all the characters, and then they the and I'm like I'm like granted I'm a, like I remember watching the 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 80s uh, Transformers and that's it. Like I you know I didn't watch any other stuff. Right, I did watch all the movies that they came out with the live action and all. Um, I'm I'm like that they like they have the like they I know they use the Matrix of Leadership from the animated movie you know like that's that so that was in there they were they told they mention it in the move in the in this series, um and then they talked about the All Spark, and I'm like, gee I don't remember that from the the animated series unless they did it in the comic books like because I, I didn't what's that, well in, in the movie um the All Spark in the Transformers the movie, that's um, it's the I thought it was the all well, okay. In the Transformer movie, they kill off spoiler Optimus Prime. Uh-huh. And they open up his chest and they pull out what I thought was the Allspark, and they gave it to. Um, well, first, it was first Ultra Magnus, and then it gained, got to uh, Hot Rod, who became. I forget his name after after he changes from Hot Rod to something else. Right, but I thought that thing that they gave him was the All Spark. No, that was the that was the Matrix of Leadership. Oh, yeah. So okay. so they so they like to me they intermixed like the movies like that's the way I see it. Like I I could be totally wrong. I don't know. You know, and you know anybody who knows better than I do, I don't care. Because <laughs> 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 I only like I only live Transformers through the movies and TV show. <laughs> I don't have books well, I mean, or you know probably has. Tied in some way, shape, or form, make it a shared universe. Yeah, and and so so they 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 kind of use all that stuff. Like some of the stuff, like the ship, like from the original series, was in there. So you you, you got to see that again. It was kind of cool. A lot, like I said, all the characters they used from like the original series. So you got to see them, you know, uh, in their like pre uh, Earth forms. You know, like like they kind of did in the series. Like if you you remember, because they the uh, computer went out and found so they could ca- camouflage among the you know inhabitants of the planet so they could train the, the trucks and the air, actual airplanes instead of spaceships they don't look goofy um, so they kind of look like the, their their uh, uh, you know uh, alien counterparts the original you know way they were built so it was interesting that way you know so it was it was good but I mean it was it was really it was like a deep trick because like like characters die in this and you go holy smokes like they really went far with this you know and and it like and then like some of the characters that have they use them in different in different areas it was it was interesting like I don't know if you remember like it was like pretty much after the the series had its run and they were trying to get more more like people involved and they had, they had more series and they built a city 
that you could transform into a, a giant, huge robot. I don't know if you ever remember that when you were a kid or yes. young, young. Yeah, I do. So they, so they use them. They call them the guardians of Cybertron. So it's actually like, and I thought that was neat. Like you know, it was, it was, it was, it was, it was, it was cool that they used like all the characters, especially some of the real popular ones in the series, and how they used them, and and how they like you know uh, intermixed and and like it was, it was, it was, it was worth a watch. Like I said, it's 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 six episodes. They're half hour piece, not even a half hour. It's like probably like two and a half hours of of your life. It's like a long movie, you know. It's a little okay. bit longer than Hamilton. So, so if you could get through Hamilton, you can get through this. You could skip through the credits and the and the intro, you know, part of it, and get you know even faster um, through it. But uh, like I said, I remember it. It was it was it like I said, it wasn't like you know that campy fun type of thing. It was very serious. So that's the only like like say downside of it. But like it wasn't that bad. It was like it was it kept my interest. Like it wasn't like oh I don't and I can't watch this. It's like hey you know what this is good. And then holy smokes they killed that guy. Like wow like didn't see that coming. That was that was good. You know like yeah. So it's 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 interesting and like some of the character like it's less PG and more like PG thirteen R ish in a way. You know, so I, so I, it's a little more for the adult or I guess the the people that grew up with Transformers that are now you know, older adults, you know, almost retired or, you know, or, or, you know, in our age, you know, group. And so you, you, I think, uh, um, I think we, we, it's more appreciated, you know, cause at first I was like, kind of was like, I was like, oh, I was, I wish it was more campy and fun, you know, but I was like, you know what, this kind of fits. It really does. It, it was, it was interesting, you know? So like I said, there's, there's going to be two more series coming out. I don't know when they're coming out. They didn't say, or, you know, they left it off at a cliffhanger and, you know, you have to watch the next series. It's probably going to be six episodes, which I'll, I'll watch because, like I said, it was it was an afternoon and I, I got to enjoy it. So I, I got to see that. Um, I'm trying to think what else I watch. Oh, um, you mentioned this when I talked to you. Uh, we both watch uh, Muppets Now on uh, Disney Plus. Yes, we did. <laughs> Let's, what did you think of it? Okay, okay, okay. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm like, all right. I thought it was well, good. I thought it was good. I laughed. I I I, I laughed a lot uh, more than I thought I would. You know, for this because I'm like I'm like how can you redo Muppets and, <laughs> and I'm like it really really works. It's it's a it's a it's a show about basically them doing videos like a YouTube blogger like a vlogger. <laughs> They're taking <right>? our jobs. <laughs> if we were doing video of this show, they'd be taking our jobs. <laughs> but it was it was it was good because it was like it was like it was, was kind of like a, like like the original Muppet Show in a way where they did individual skits and it was like you right. know, and they and they and they brought like guest stars on it was various guest stars which some of them I didn't think like what was the first one? I can't think of the first guest that they had on there it was Ty Diggs Ty with, Diggs uh, Miss Piggy's Life yeah. Sty <laughs> which I was like yeah, this is your lifestyle. <laughs> uh, which I don't think he did much, you know. And then the other, the other actress, uh, Linda, Car- Linda Cardellini. Linda Cardellini. Most people most know her from either um, Freaks and Geeks, or she was Velma in the live action Scooby Doo movies. Oh, okay, okay. Well, she she did more. She was because she was cooking with against like competing against Chef, and I thought that was great. No, no, that was she was the, she was the second guest on. Uh, Miss Picky's lifestyle. She was in the chat with uh, Janice. Oh, oh, oh yeah, yeah, yes, yes, yes. Okay, yes. And, um, 
it was like so she didn't do much either she was like yeah. she, she was just kind of there and she said like one or two things and that was it and i was like and i'm like okay like 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 this needs a little bit more tweaking i think you know but it's like i'm like i'm like for the first show what do you expect but there was some there was some good funny parts that i laughed out loud <laughs> i mean i had a few chuckles i i wasn't like i wasn't blown away by it i gotta be honest i kind of missed the musical guest i was hoping like like maybe um, that's what I was hoping for. Like a hey, I, the format didn't bother me because I also felt like it's kind of uh, since everyone's in quarantine, why wouldn't the Muppets be in quarantine? Right. You know, so like them doing vignettes or Zoom meetings about everything. To me, it was like okay, it's very modern, very topical, and it was cute and it was funny. I chuckled. Um, the Swedish Chef part I thought was kind of funny. It's like uh, you know that made me laugh. Um, no tip. No tip. No tip. Yeah, <laughs> when they had RuPaul on and Kermit's doing like the one-on-one interview and, and he kept getting interrupted, I thought that's where I think I had the most the most chuckles out of me because I was like, that's kind of funny. Cause, yeah. Or or when they were doing, um... <laughs> especially I'm like I'm like I don't think that's the thing. Like I think it's I don't think it's scripted like like a lot. So it's like it's like whatever. Because when when like when 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 Gonzo came in and he was like, how many pennies do you think will fill this room? <laughs> <laughs> or, or if you th- if there was a trap door under, would you know? <laughs> yeah, I was thinking. I'm like, oh, okay, all right. I, I mean, I appreciated uh, stuff. I ch- like I said, I chuckled. I wasn't, I wasn't. My only one downfall, and again, it's because I'm spoiled now. It's like, oh, it's gonna be an episode every week, and I'm like, well, okay, <laughs> fine. Like now you're gonna make me go. Uh, okay, I mean I'm not gonna tune in. I was like I watched it what yesterday. So yesterday was with Saturday. Is it gonna be on every Saturday? Maybe I'll remember to watch it. Maybe I won't. Either it's, way, I'll. It's Fridays. They're on. They're on they they always put the new Disney always puts new stuff on Fridays. That's gotcha. their that's their day. Okay. So I'm like, all right. Well, then I don't know if I'll be. You know, like, will I remember? Like, oh, let me go watch the Muppets. Again, it's not like we're never going to get reruns. Once it's on there, it's on there. So I can pretty much watch it at my own leisure. Right. Like you can wait a couple months and then watch the whole thing. You know, after 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 every episode has been released, you could watch, you could binge watch it then. Right. And that's all. I mean, I probably won't do it that way because I'm on Since I'm a consumer that way, I will probably just like, oh, I'm on. I'm on it. Let me go watch it because it's here and it's now. I'm a I'm a an instant gratification kind of guy. Mm hmm. You know, so I, I said I thought it was cute. I enjoyed it. Um, well, I would keep watching it, sure. You know, because I'm a Muppets fan. I'm I'm hoping that they uh, got to see my boy Animal. I got to see Pepe, the King Prawn. Yeah. You know, I, <laughs> those are my two favorites. You know, so like, they they better make an appearance at some point. <laughs> I said I'm sure like everybody's gonna get a, a segment here. You know, because I'm like I'm like I'm hoping they get a Fozzie Bear, you know, uh, Stadler and Wardoff kind of interaction somewhere along the lines. <laughs> like they hack into his comedy routine or something like that. Make fun. Right. Or they could somehow get involved in a Zoom meeting, the three of them. Right. You know, yeah. You know, um, I think, what did I do? Um, okay, well, I, I actually, update from last show, uh, I am actually holding in my hands, we talked about a movie, and I wasn't, and I said that if I ever found, came across that movie again, I would pick it up. Mm-hmm. As we were talking about this movie, Stacy, who is no more than like two feet away from me because she's in her, she's in our room listening to me talk, Hell Comes to Frogtown. I have on Blu-ray. Wow. Yeah, I know. 
Where'd you find that? Huh? Where'd you find that? She found it on Amazon. Oh, okay. The moment we were talking about it, she went on Amazon, typed in Hell Comes to Frogtown, and it's a Blu-ray DVD combo um, that looked like it was produced in 2019. Wow, okay. Like, at first, when she showed me the picture, I'm like, okay, yeah, that's it, but here's... I'm kind of skeptical about things like this because the movie's rare to find and it's hard to get your hands on it. So when I see somebody and the Blu-ray case is a clear Blu-ray case, it's not blue, it's it's clear. Mm-hmm. Uh, think PS3 case. Um, so I'm like, oh, I wonder if that's a bootleg because I, w- I wouldn't be surprised if people like, you know, mass produce a bootleg and as long as it's in quality, I guess it's okay. Um, I got it, popped it in, I looked on the back. Ed, there's actual special features on this thing. Really? Yes. Uh, here's a, it's a newly scanned and restored in 4K from its 35 millimeter uh, interpositive. So I'm like, really? 4K? Come on. There's an audio commentary with the director and the writer producer. There's a video interview with Randall Franks. Uh, he's the guy who wrote it. Uh, it's called Meeting Green. There's a video interview with Roddy Piper called Grappling with Green Gargantuans. Uh, there is an Amphibian Armageddon. It's a video interview with actor Brian Frank, uh, creature feature creator. It's the guy who does the FX, uh, Steve, Wa- Steve Wang. An extended scene and an original theatrical tra- trailer. And it's got a reversible artwork cover. And it's in uh, English subtitles, if you wanted it. But I was like, wow, they put some really work. The company's name is Vingar Syndrome. Okay. Um, they're the guys who kind of, I guess, you know, own the rights or, or put the money towards creating it to put it on disc and I'm not, I'm not gonna lie like I put I popped it in the other night and a lot because I was real skeptical I'm like okay this is probably just a real like 4k come on um popped it into the ps4 started playing it and the transfer is really nice and I, I don't have a 4k tv um but the pro plays at the best quality for the TV and it, it was really good cl- crystal clear there was no like scratches or like film scratches or anything like that right. I was quite impressed acting stole shit but it was still quite <laughs> impressive <laughs> <laughs> the acting shitty but it's so clear that you can see how shitty the acting is let's face it a, a, a turd is still a turd even if it's in 4k yeah <laughs> <laughs> no, I apologize you know, I mean, but I, I personally, I love the movie. I think it's, 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 it's perfectly cheesy. Uh, the cast, obviously, besides, you know, um, Roddy Piper, it's got Sandel Bergman from Conan the Barbarian. Um, she was kind of like female hero of the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, for uh, Rory, Rory Calhoun from Angel, I have to like take a look and go. I don't remember that person. Uh, and it's a special it's featuring a supporting performance from Nicholas Worth from Don't Answer the Phone. So I'm like, v- Vingar Syndrome presents Hell Comes to Frog Now on Blu-ray in North America for the first time in brand new 4K res- restoration. <laughs> all right. I'm, all right. I'm in. It's only 86 minutes long. And it was actually made back in 1988. Yeah. That's an oldie. Yeah. It's an oldie. And, uh, and an oldie, but a uh, meh. <laughs> That's high praise. <laughs> um, um, let's see. I'm trying to think. What else did I do this week? Not much. I, I went, okay. Well, I was at Target. I bought two things. Uh-huh. I picked up the original Broadway soundtrack to Hamilton. 
I, I for whatever reason I have become a theater nerd for one thing. <laughs> <laughs> like as soon as we walked out, I opened it up, put it put it in my CD player in the car. You know, I'm like yeah, jamming it on the way home. You know, <laughs> I, the the song. Have you seen it yet? No, I have not seen it yet. I, the songs are catchy. The the actual thing's very entertaining. I mean, the songs get stuck in your head. Like, I will randomly just sing random lines from that song in my head from that from that Broadway play. Just it'll just pop into my head. And the problem is, and Stacy and I both have the same problem is once you start, if you start the soundtrack from the beginning, you kind of want to just run through the entire thing again, either audio or watch it visually. Because mm-hmm. a part of me wants to come home and just pop it on and pick it up where we left off, like from in the car because it is that good of a stage play and that good of a soundtrack um i we didn't do that i just just expressing my nerddom when it comes to the play (laughs) (laughs) the show um but i also picked up scoob because uh uh, it was on sale for 15 bucks i couldn't put i couldn't pass it up oh really blue you know blu-ray digital copy i'm like all right as a scooby-doo fan i and i thought the idea of an origin story was kind of interesting for you know in a way i mean who would have thought that anyone would ever be able to tell a who might be able to tell because i haven't watched it yet an interesting story about the origins of scooby and the gang uh, at least this version i guess um i'm i'm more into it because of a dino mutt i was always a big dino mutt fan from the from they made a spinoff cartoon of them yes and i was a big fan of of that that cartoon and they actually see them bringing uh i think it's i think it's the falcon a falcon and dino mutt oh yeah because they were they were the team they were the they were the superhero team they were like the batman robin type thing except it was a robot dog and a human and i was very interested to see like i was kind of glad that they incorporated them into the quote-unquote mythos of <laughs> of scooby-doo so maybe uh maybe tonight when after you know or maybe tomorrow because stacy goes back to work i have the house to myself a little bit. Maybe I'll just sit down, lay in bed, and watch Scoob. <laughs> so, um, but then I, I did. I had a, a major accomplishment. I'm going to say it's a major accomplishment. Most people are probably going to roll their eyes when I say what it was. I actually finished Ghost of Tsushima. Tsushima. I, pl- I platinumed it. I. <laughs> I, I guess you know you should be more proud if you can actually pronounce the name of the the the, the game. But I perf- I perfected it in platinum the game. I, well, I got the trophies to get the platinum. <laughs> if I were to stop, if I were to put in the game, there's like, you know, when you're playing your game and there's collectibles and you only need X amount of collectibles to get the trophy. Right. It's kind of what I did. Uh, I, there's like these um, scrolls that they're called records. Um, and is there's 40 of them, but if you pick up 20 of them, you you pop the trophy. Like as I was playing the game, I started a lot of trophies started popping up, and I like I'll start playing a game, and then I when pop when trophies start to when I start to hit trophies, I get curious about how many trophies are there, what do I have to do, and I was getting quite a few, and I noticed that halfway through the game that this was quite possibly able to pull off a platinum if I put the time in. And I was willing to put the time in because it is a really great game. It's it's I'm kind of dis I'm kind of bummed that um, I'm going through the depression of finishing a good game and going yeah I'm happy that I finished it but I'm also kind of sad that I finished it because I really enjoyed it 
I, I guess I could start over again because um, they have this Kurosawa mode where it takes the game and pulls out all the color and turns to a black and white Kurosawa film with like screen scratches and shakes and you know it looks like a, a, a Japanese anim- a Japanese movie right um, but I, I as much as I would like to I, I tried doing it for a little bit and the black and white um, saturation was kind of bothering me I'm like oh, I, I got a nice TV why would I want to do that <laughs> <laughs> um, but I mean I I it, it also made it look really cool too. And a part of me is like, well, I could dabble back in that if I wanted to. But when you have all the trophies popped, what else is there to do? You know, it kind of, so I'm in this like, man, I'm going through a little bit of a depression because I'm like, well, now I got no game to play. I have other games to play, but they are so average compared to this one that it's, it's kind of like a bummer. Like I know that this is the last game that, that Sony is making, from their own studios for the PS4. And as the last game, um, exclusive game for the PS4, I mean, they really knocked it out of the park. I mean, it's, it's like, it's really, really good. And I recommend it for everybody. It, you know, I mean, I bought it the day it came out. So it took me yeah, about a month, maybe a little less than a month to mm-hmm. uh, maybe three weeks, I think, you know, uh, to play it and finish it. But it was really good. I mean, I didn't, it, like I said, it was kind of a bummer. Um, but that's keeping keeping me up late at night. Um, but last night I finished it, and I still wound up going to bed relatively late because I stumbled upon the Peacock TV app on the <laughs> PlayStation. <laughs> see, um, see, that's the thing you got to you got to see the rest of it really fast, like right after. You can't just stop at Peacock. <laughs> <laughs> Peacock, Peacock TV. Peacock app TV for, for the PlayStation. Like, <laughs> what, are you watching gay porn? <laughs> yeah, just type in Peacock and Google and watch all the fun. Um, Some uh, people call TV. it golden showers, but that's just that's what I've heard. <laughs> hey, fellow, look at my butt. I'm going to open up my ass and have all these feathers shoot out. And look at me. I'm plumage. Um <laughs> I uh, so like I, I saw it like I saw it last night at, right before I started watching the Muppets, and I figured the Muppets maybe I'll get a half hour out of my night, but ooh, I need to see what's on the Peacock TV app because there's a, like we talked about on the show. There's a free version, a five dollar version there's, that takes away the the things. No, it takes um, it gives you more content. Five dollars gives you more content, and ten dollars gets rid of all the commercials and gives you all the content. So that's, okay, so ten ten dollars gets you the gets you the all the co- the commercial free hack, right? Because I was looking at stuff and I'm like, okay, so the, wait, this like, uh, okay, I'm gonna use this as as an example, and it's they have sliders mm-hmm. on the app, and um, I remember I, I enjoyed the show. I have the the DVD of the of the actual set, um, but. I was curious, and they actually have commercials there, and I'm like, well, that kind of sucks. Why would I want to watch those stuff free if, if, if I have the ads? Like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and, but now that I know there's a ten dollar version, I, I got it, and it makes sense. Hey, for ten bucks a month, you can go commercial free. Woohoo! You know, um, what's with the five dollar one then? Five dollar, like the the free version only gives you seven thousand five hundred hours of free content. The five dollar oh, okay. one gives you f- double that. It gives you fifteen uh, thousand hours of content. So it's okay. It, yeah. <clears throat> okay. Slow down though, because I got questions. Slow down. 
because uh, <laughs> was it too much math for you? <laughs> it's not too much math because <laughs> why, why, why like, don't you ask Google? <laughs> no, she's in seventeen. Um, I uh, while we're talking, I loaded up Peacock. I, I turned on the P. I turned on my PS4 and I'm looking at the app right now, so I can I can actually like talk about it a little bit more yeah, yeah. intelligently because <laughs> like i said um, when we when we spoke at, at target today you mentioned it and i was like well i gotta i gotta see this for myself because i've been dying to see what it looks like i mean i could have done it on my phone like i said before but i'm too lazy i like to do it on my tv and i'm like even for the, on the ps4 i'll do it so i i did download it today and looked around on it so i kind of have an idea but go ahead okay no, well, so what's your impression of the app um, I'm gonna go with this. Um, it it's it's interesting. Um, it's it's better than some of the menu. Like like menus is a key. I think a lot of this because let's face it. Like you when you're like getting Netflix or Hulu or uh, any of the other apps, you know you're you're looking at those menus. I'm like like just recently Hulu just changed their menu because it's a little bit better now. It's not as good it's still it still could be tweaked a little bit better, but it's a lot better than it was. Um right. uh you know, it's as far as like scrolling wise cuz they have like you basically have the left and right and up and down is basically the the way they're doing it. And if you do go through Netflix, you're 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 scrolling left to right for, you know, a certain genre or, you know, movies or TV or whatever. And then you can go up down to to get to the next one and then scroll through that. That's the same way as Peacock does it. Um, and then right. they have the menu options, uh, the like channels, trending, browse, TV shows, movies, kids, and etc. Going across the top. Uh, what I like the way that Netflix does it, they have it on to the to the left side. So if you're scrolling through and you like get to a point where you're going, I'm now I'm too far, I have to go up. Like it takes it takes a while. Like if you if you go all the way down the list, like if you're going up and down, you go all the way down. You go well now. I want to scroll through movies. I have to go all the way back up, get to the to the menu bar, then move over to movies, and then scroll back down. And it's like it's a little cumbersome, like to to do. Like you know, it's it's a little little thing. But it's it's a lot better though than like Hulu was or or other ones. It's it's not bad. Um, I, I I was I only, I only looked at it briefly. I saw I watched something today. I watched a, a documentary because you you mentioned like one of the things that clicked in my head is when you said documentaries. I'm like, well, let's see what they got, you know. Like, and I'm like, oh yeah, you know, they got some they got some really good they, doc, documentaries. <laughs> really good documentaries like that you talked about on the show, the Mister Rogers documentary. Yes, that's on. Here. I'm like I you know like I actually have I made myself like a little watch list of stuff that I kind of I was interested in it. I flagged some stuff mm-hmm. to kind of make sure I was like oh okay we well, can put that in that and that so I, I, that was definitely one of the things I, I popped on there you know um, so <laughs> okay what else you, what else is your review points on it um, you know and then, then and like I do like the fact that you go like you go to there's a channel section so you can watch live TV on this uh, and watch it now granted it's not like you're gonna watch have like NBC I, I didn't see NBC on there it was like NBC News and like like other channels that were uh, created for this uh, like some are just like 24 hours 24 7 streaming of a, of a TV show or something like that so it would it constantly will stream so it's not like it's not like it's gonna replace cable together you know for you 
but like at least if you want to like because like this thing like like that's the one thing i've noticed in like the last couple of weeks is is like there's two really two ways watches watching tv basically anymore it's like watching like the netflix way where you bank a bunch of shows or or, or there's a show you know a season that you can get through with either no commercials or very little commercials or you're going to watch it in a format where it's streaming constantly and you're going, all right, you know, like I like Pluto because I'll stream something like it picks it for me in a way, you know, like saying like there's there's movie channels and it's like, well, I don't know what I want to watch. And I'll flip through it and I go, oh, I like this movie. I'll watch it. Yeah, you know, like like it, it almost like it almost pushes you to 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 pick that movie where you're on Netflix. and You can flick any movie you want and pick it and play it, you know, where. Where if you're streaming it like as, as a live TV, it almost picks it for you, and you go, "Okay, I'm going to watch this." Like, <laughs> so. yeah, I, I, I'm right now. I'm looking at the TV shows A to Z, and I'm like, "Oh, they have like 21 Drum Street," and I watched a little bit of the first episode just to see what the quality looks like. Now, not bad, but I'm also like, I'm I'm scrolling down, and I see, I don't know. Like I said, I didn't want to spoil it for you. Could you tell which shows were for the for the people the pay channels, and which were the free ones? No, because I haven't I haven't hit that marker yet. I haven't gone through the TV shows. I started going through the documentaries, and I stopped okay. at one. I had to watch it today. It Which was, one did you watch? It was American Masters, Mel Brooks, Make a Noise. Uh, okay. It's a documentary from 2013. It was like an hour and a half. Cause I have I, that flag. I, what's that? You got a flag? I have that list. It's 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 worth a watch. It really is. It's it's a it's a good documentary. I mean, if you especially if you like Mel Brooks films like I do and you do, right. it's definitely right. worth it. Um, um, I I was I was curious about the commercial part of it because that's that's kind of like like where where are we at with that like what's what's going to happen you know like are we going to get commercials every few minutes or you know what's right. the deal now for this one I got four minutes because it was good because I had a countdown clock of two hundred forty seconds so it's four minutes of commercials and after that it didn't air a commercial ever like since. Uh- it ran through okay. the whole th- hour and a half, commercial free, and I was like, "Wow, okay, like, like I can watch two, two four minutes of commercials right before something starts, just to, you know, get through it and be able to watch through the whole thing." Now, like I said, that was the documentary, so I don't know if it's going to be different for anything else, because like I said, that's the only thing I got through today um, um, to well, watch. I can tell you from from the, um, I think it depends on what it is. Because I'm going to go to 21 Jump Street because now I'm kind of curious. Um, I'm going to push play because now part of me is like, I have the sound off on the TV. Um, but on the oh, resume, resume episode one, I noticed that there were spots um, that it would have the commercial break on, like a little yellow highlight mm-hmm. on the thing. Like, Twenty One Jump Street episode one, uh, called Jump Street Chapel, by the way. It looks like it has one, two, three, four, five commercial spots, which I'm gonna assume is probably the same spots that they would fade the black on if it was airing on TV. Okay. Um you know. So that's I get okay, I'm like, okay, now let me see. I didn't I didn't try a movie because I was like I said I stumbled onto that. Um but I'm gonna tell you what it is. On the T V shows, if you look um, there is a little on the top left hand corner of an icon like I'm looking at the uh, house the TV show house which I didn't know NBC owned by the way um, apparent, or at least they got the rights to Right. there is a little 
you're going to chuckle at this, a peacock feather in the upper left-hand corner. It's very small. Is it purple uh, and white? It's, pur- it's purple and white. Okay. Those are the things that would be like, if I look at house, like I'm going to click on house, it has all eight seasons. It says watch with premium. So you can't even you can't even start an episode without going like, uh, oh, unlock everything, get premium, seven days free, then four ninety nine a month. Sign up at peacocktv.com slash upgrade. Okay. You know, so I'm like, it's gonna flag you right out the gate. But I'm just going, it's weird. I'm like, house? Really? <laughs> premium for house? But yet you know, I'm like, all right, but yet all the Law and Orders are free, you know, which makes sense because they're on a gazillion cable channels at any given time of the day. Right. You know, I feel like House is too, but I, the Monk, the TV show Monk, it's it's unlocked. I can watch every episode of Monk, I think, for free. Yeah, for free with commercials and all. I'm like, all right, if I was interested in Monk, I'm not, you know, <laughs> but. Uh, um, a little irritated because they have Highlander, the TV show, The Highlander, right? Uh-huh. Season one. That's it. There were seven <laughs> seasons of that show. Now maybe it's like one of those things where it's like, okay, you know what? In X amount of days or months, they'll release up season two. But season one, really? That that's the show you you, you go. Oh, we're just gonna give you one season up. <laughs> or or, uh, or unless or unless you like as you say you have to get the premium to watch the rest of the seasons you know no, no there's no it's not even on um, maybe but I mean I would think that they would probably have like season two with a little peacock feather oh, but they, yeah. have, they just have season one and 22 episodes and that's it uh, greatest American hero they have all three seasons so if, if you've never watched the greatest American hero we've talked about it multiple times here's your chance Right. To watch all of every single episode, you know, of the show. I'm now I'm looking at the very last episode. Yeah, it's you know 13 episodes of the last season. I was curious to see what they were going to add in the Greatest American Hero. Um, but then there's like you know, and it gives you the well. If you like this, you might also like. I'm looking at the at-home variety show featuring Seth MacFarlane, which is free access because it's you know part of the basic program, which I think is interesting. Because that would be something because it's such a select it's a peacock TV exclusive, you'd think that they would go, Okay, well that's worth the five bucks a month if you're a Tom McFarland fan, but maybe they're not and uh, who knows. Right. You know. Um it's I'm just like it's it's weird of what they're saying, okay, well this is you're gonna pay for this, but you're not gonna pay for that. Um movies movie wise, I mean, they have some pretty decent movies, like the big Lebowski, but that's a you know, you gotta be a a peacock exclusive and a part of me is like okay well because this is free how are they handling i mean there are rated movies like made mad money beetlejuice brokeback mountain i'm looking at um ted is a pay-per-view i mean a, a pay-to-play kind of thing i'm gonna oh, call it you know okay. subscriber but snakes on a plane free <laughs> <laughs> meatballs free uh the first highlander movie free escape from new york free but let's say you want to watch, okay, I this may be chuckle at home, Dracula, the 1931 version of Dracula, Bela Lugosi, a fucking classic, free. Frankenstein, you gotta pay you five bucks. <laughs> <laughs> but but out of those like out of the classic monsters, 
it, they have Dracula, Bride of Frankenstein, Invisible Man, Frankenstein meets Wolfman, The Phantom of the Opera, two versions of that. Abner Costello meet Frankenstein. Abner Costello meet the Invisible Man, The Mummy with Abner Costello. Like there's a bunch of there and all and the only one that's part of the filer package is the original Frankenstein, which I'm like, who made that call? Well, that's it. That's that's the whole that's the whole thing. I mean, that like, you're going to get to a point where you're going to watch like a lot of this free stuff and you're going to, you know, enjoy it and all. And then you're going to see something you're like, oh, you know what? I want to see that. And then you'll, you're going to click on it and like not see the feather. And then all of a sudden, right. you know, like, oh, I can't see that. That's very small. It's it's you you blink if you're not looking you miss it. Yeah, I didn't you know? I did not see them until you told me about it until you pointed that out. I did not see those because I was like flipping through and all and I like and I'm like I just assumed like the that would all appear once you paid the five dollars. Like this is all the free stuff and then like you know like here's here's my five bucks a month. All right, now the 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 menu's a bit larger now and it has more stuff right. more content on it. But I'm like that's what I'm that's what I'm I'm thinking too because I'm thinking. They said fifteen hundred. I'm like, I can't believe this is all fifteen hundred hours. And then they're just showing like, the, here's the free stuff mixed intermixed with the uh, with the uh, uh, paid stuff. You know, you right. see, you kind of go, well, that's that's kind of I'm thinking, but maybe it is. I mean, like, I don't know, because like I said, I'm I've been finding out like different things. Like I just found out really today or the other day that the Roku there's a Roku channel on on the Roku app, and I think you can download a lot of stuff now. That there's movies okay. on there that you like, you know, you flip through those menu options, you know, find stuff. But you can do a search right. on something and find something. It's there. It just doesn't. It's not like in the forefront. Like you can, you can still search for things and maybe it'll show up. You know, like you know. Yeah, like something. Last night, I think last night I went through every. I went to the TV like, and you go scroll all the way down the bottom. It says view all TV shows A to Z. So I went through and I was like, okay. And there's like movies and I was like, I went through all the movies and I was like, okay, that seems interesting. That seems interesting. Like. Oh, it's nice to know that if I was interested in watching all three Rush Hour movies, I could watch them on this thing. Um, I'm a fan of the TV show Psych, so both the Psych TV show and the two made-for-TV movies are on even Psych 2. Lassie Come Home is now available. I'm like, all right, they have a Nicolas Cage collection. So if you want to watch Nicolas Cage in five films, I think they have on here. Um, <laughs> so I'm sorry, seven. Uh, Bad Lieutenant. Bad Lieutenant. The, the sequel, the Port of Call, New Orleans, oh, Red yeah. Rock, Red Rock West, which I never heard of, which apparently was 1993, Bangkok Dangerous, uh, Captain Corelli's Mandal- uh, Mandolin, which never heard of it. You never heard of that one? I never heard of that one. Really? <laughs> it's never. terrible. Did you? Yes. Uh, <laughs> it's um, like a love story Nicholas kind Cage. of thing. Nicholas Cage and Nicole Kidman in Trespass, and. Uh, Rumblefish. I'm like, uh, okay. You know, like, all right, there's some good indies. Like, I like, but the indies that I like, I've already seen, like Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels is a great movie. Reservoir Dogs, Secretary, you know, um, Billy Elliot, if you know, if you want to watch that one, um, Lost Highway, American Psycho. I'm like, okay, like, interesting, like, very interesting stuff, but Family Movie Night, ET Free. Nanny McPhee and Nanny McPhee returns five bucks a month. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, on the plus side, you get Dudley Do Right for free. <laughs> I think they Fletch, should pay me five bucks for Dudley Do Right. Fletch, first, the first two Fletch movies, the only two Fletch movies. You know? Yeah. Ch- 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 King Ralph's on here. 
What was that? King Ralph. King Ralph. That's uh, you know, I saw that in the theaters. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think so. I think I saw the theater. No, I don't know. I, I saw that rental. I saw that rental. Um, um, I love the '90s. You know, there's the Man on the Moon, which made me chuckle that you just bought it. Yeah. Um, Primary Colors, the uh, unofficial Bill Clinton story. <laughs> fear and loathing in las vegas fear like there's some really really good stuff like as far as there's oh i remember that movie that was actually pretty good or oh you know what that's a movie i always wanted to see i'll put it on my watch list and maybe i'll get around to it but it also looks like some of the stuff has a time limit too like i think i was i popped on something and it was like hey there's only 29 days left to you free to watch it so they're taking away stuff and adding stuff, I guess, all the time. Yeah. Which, you know, makes it interesting. Um, a very underrated movie that I was surprised that I even saw that it was on anyone's list, What Dreams May Come. It's a Robin Williams heavy drama um, where a man, Robin played by Robin Williams, explores a lush, vivid afterlife and tries to reunite with his beloved wife. Oh, yeah. I, wow. That's a I, that movie made me ball like a fucking baby, you know? And I was like, wow, I, it's such, it's so good. And I just remember watching it and I'm like, it, it's sad and it's, you know, but I was like, they have it. Wow. Good job. Like awesome. Like, you know, um, but then they also have like other like shitty. I, I feel like, um, any movie that might've been on the sci-fi network, <laughs> yeah, like, I mean that's uh, but that's the thing. I mean that's 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 what makes this that's what makes this difficult like to like get right away because it's like you 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 know we get it this month and they they put it out and they 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 like whatever we got just shove it in there just just put it in and just just you know get it get it out there we want content because you know we want to boast this high number and people go okay you know there's going to be something i'm going to watch you know i mean granted there wasn't really not too much of new content on here that i noticed it was all it was old older stuff and you go okay well but that's the thing like 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 i mean you know like like half the time you know you want to watch the new stuff but you ended up like after you watch like you know like the new season of Stranger Things. What do you do after that? You know, for Netflix, right. you you watch some right. like or s something you may have never watched. It's like, oh, it's on here. You know what? I've kind of was interested in maybe seeing that, but I don't want to pay for it. But now that it's free, I'll, I'll buy. You know, <laughs> I'll buy in. I'll do it. As we're talking, I'm literally looking at the trailer for the Two-Headed Shark Attack, which was a horror movie in 2012 that I think was went direct to Sci-Fi Network. <laughs> <laughs> Survivors of a ship that sunk during a semester at sea try to escape a from a two-headed shark. That's those Z movies. Yes, uh, you know it's it's so Z that it has Carmen Electra and Char not none of the good O'Connell brothers. By the way, it's Charlie O'Connell. Wow. <laughs> and, and Hulk Hogan's daughter, Brooke Hogan. Just oh yeah. It out there. You know. <laughs> uh, I remember that one. <laughs> I've seen that one. I think. Um, uh, there, is, there, there is one that I feel like Sharknado, Heart of Sharkness, which is like a comedy of somebody doing the, the lost. That Sharknado was supposed to have been a serious movie, and here's the documentary of someone to try to find the real footage of it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, personal one: Hansel and Gretel get baked. 
It's a brother and sister battle a witch who uses a special blend of marijuana to lure teenagers into their her home. <laughs> it's like, uh, like really, like, and apparently at some point in time, if the date was three consecutive numbers, like eleven, 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 or thirteen, 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 you made a movie out of it. <laughs> Which is weird because there's no thirteenth month. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Like I get eleven, 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 sure. Why not November eleventh, two thousand eleven? But thirteen, 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 never gonna happen. On. Never gonna happen. But it's on the thirteenth month of the thirteenth year of a new millennium. Humans battle a world of demons. Isn't that January? Oh my God! Like, though. Wait, wait. <laughs> <laughs> hey, um, wait, are you? Are you? That becomes. That's that's January of 2014. Okay, I I thought you were kidding. I'm I'm flipping around like you do. I just found it, the 13 13 13. Because I saw the 11 11 11. I'm like, oh okay. And I'm like, yeah, there's never 13 13 13. And I'm like, yeah, they'll never make that movie. And I'm like, oh my god, they did. It's seven yeah, years. Yeah. Yes, Came out in 2013. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Yeah. So, uh, and Boo too. Ugh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so that's uh, there is some like in the documentary stuff. I thought they had some more interesting documentaries than they did than um, than other regular content. Like, yeah. Right, well. and, I, and, I, and I didn't. I didn't and I'll have to go now. I have to go back to find out <laughs> to see. Like one of the one of the uh, documentaries that I really like, I know that voice. I've talked about it a few times on the show. Yes, that's that's on there, and I'm like, okay, well, I can watch that at any given time because I really, really enjoyed that one. Well, at least until they decide to pull it. But that's you know my impressions of it. It looks like your standard. Hey, we're a, we're a network that's going to throw some old stuff on there, and some other stuff on there, and maybe occasional like as far as new content not really impressed you know it just seems to be like in the streaming wars there there's gonna be a lot of bodies piling up in the end okay there's only there's only like i just wanted to look through the documentaries as you were talking to see if there was any you had to pay for there's only one it's bransky and the rise of the outlaw art is that it's a brand new documentary that came out because he's popular and he's very it's um everyone's interested in him so of course, now granted, if it's unlocks for five bucks, you can get the do the you know you get like one week trial and then for a month, like for five bucks, go for the go for it. But I I don't know if I could be able to legitimately you know go oh um one of the apps I have on my Roku is the Peacock app that I pay for. Like I just can't in my head. Like, I don't know. I pay for Peacock. Pay for Peacock TV gladly, five bucks a month, <sighs> or ten bucks a month, so I can get a commercial free. Because I need to watch Alfred Hitchcock presents commercial free. I, I probably could YouTube it and find it. You know, I was just saying, like, there's um, there's some things you probably could find. You know, like there is stuff out there that that definitely you could find on, on online somewhere else, or you know. And but that's the thing, like that's that's what these are these are end up doing is is that you're you're going to find a point where there's not going to be much like content out there. Um, I put this right. 
triple A content out there that's right. going to be worth watching. Like I have apps of like there's like one or two movies that like I don't know how they got it, but they have this like they have the rights to to, to have this movie, and then the rest of the app is just crap. But there is actors and actresses' names that you see in it, and you go, like I might want to watch this later to see because it looks terrible. Like it looks like a low budget movie that you go, is this a start? Like now you have to do research and go, when was this made? Was this made like before they hit it big, or you know, or during when they hit big? There's a movie that I flagged on my watch list, and I turned everything off so like I can you know get back to you know talking about other stuff than just the app. <laughs> um, that Henry Cavill. Bruce Willis, um, Henry Cavill plays a guy. Now, I swear I've seen this movie. I think my dad was watching something along the lines of this on like, like one of the, the on the fire stick. But I swear I think I remember seeing this movie in theaters or at least renting it because it's one of those movies where I feel like Bruce Willis did to kind of finish out a contract and it went right to video because he's not even the main player in it. Henry Cavill is. Before Superman, and before I think before Superman, um, it shit. I wish I could remember the name of the thing. It's um, it's Henry Cavill plays. He's on a trip to Spain with his family, and his family gets kidnapped, and he tries to rescue them because I think his dad is an ex CIA, played by Bruce Willis, is an ex CIA agent, and it all ties into something. And I'm like, I, the clips that I saw. Like I, when I saw my dad watching it, I didn't watch the movie with him, so I couldn't, I couldn't say that. I highly doubt that the clips that were in the trailer that I watched were every single clip that I saw in the ten minute section that I was watching it with my dad at that at that moment in time, you know. Right. But I swear, I I I don't know. You know, when you watch something and you get this familiar feeling, going, I, I swear I've watched this. I'm, maybe I've seen so many movies that the plot seems the same. Yes. Like, oh, you know, like it's the I'm the reluctant hero, but my family, I have to get my family back because they're kidnapped. And the only one who could save me is who could save them is me because no one's going to believe me. Sigourney Weaver's in it too. And and there's a moment where Henry Cavill, who's doing an American accent, by the way, so it's not even his normal accent. So maybe that's the reason why it threw me off. He's holding, pointing a gun to Sigourney Weaver, and she says, put the gun down because people who don't know how to hold guns make me nervous. And he's like, well, you're for a very uncomfortable night because he wants answers. And I'm like, that seems so fucking familiar to me for whatever reason. Like, it it just, it, it I'm like, I'm like, I'm now going to have to watch that movie and go, yeah, I seen it, or no, I didn't see it, and hope the best that it's good. Because... <laughs> <laughs> Nothing's going to be worse than me going, I know I've seen this movie. I don't remember if it's good or bad. Oh, you know what? I watched the whole thing, and I was right. It sucked. Like, <laughs> like I there's a reason why it's out of my mind. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it was because I didn't know who Henry – you know, you go in, you see Bruce Willis on the poster, and he kind of does like a, ladies and gentlemen, Bruce Willis, everyone. He sets up something, and maybe I don't know how much he's in it because it was definitely a Henry Cavill movie. And maybe watching it went – why am I watching this guy? I don't even know who this guy is. I'm here for Bruce Willis. Right. Like, you know, they, they, it's the old bait and switch, put someone else's face on a poster to sell a ticket. And then you go, Hey, it's a supporting role for like 20 minutes out of an hour and a half, two hour movie. And you're like, oh, you bastards. You know, or Sigourney Weaver, I think is the bad guy. It might be, might've been the bad guy in it or Bruce Willis's handler. I don't fucking remember. I, now I got to watch it. 
<laughs> I'm trying to find it as, as you're talking just to see if I can find this movie here because there's a lot of a lot, a lot yeah of well I, I would, I'm, I'm actually going to go into uh, IMDB and put Henry Cavill because it's just going to be Henry Cavill because I'll, I'll know it'll it'll pop out the moment I see the title He's only been in 26 things, by the way. Uh, nope. Night Hunter. Nope, nope, nope. Um, da, 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 da. The Cold Light of Day, 2012. Wow. Okay. Again, 2000, 2013 is when he officially became uh, Clark Kent. Okay. Um, right after The Immortals, by the way, which I think uh, we saw. Yes, we did. You know. Because um, you thought so, that was Bane. Yeah. Yeah, I, I wasn't a big fan, but I think I had, I think I bought it in the long run. <laughs> I'm now I'm looking at Night Hunter because I'm like I'm think I swear Night. Okay, wow, Night Hunter's got a decent cast too. Shit, I'm looking at Ben Kingsley, Alexander Daddario, Brandon, uh, um, Nathan Fillion. I'm like, wow, that seems to be an interesting movie as well. <laughs> like, okay, <laughs> okay, Henry. So yeah, that's uh, that's been pretty much my my week. I think. I'm trying to think, is there anything else jumping out? Um, no, nah, I mean that's that's pretty much it. What else? Uh, so I guess uh, comes out then since we're talking about movies and stuff. What's coming out on Blu-ray and DVD? Not much. <laughs> um, let's see. We got the Flintstones movies and specials. Two movies, five specials, DVD coming out. Um, I think it's all like all, all I think like all the direct video recently that they've been putting out for Flintstones. They've been putting it out so you can get to get to uh, watch it in one big set. And then um, they're doing steel books in um, Best Buy for in, Inception and The Town. Um, they're 4K, Blu-ray, DVD, you know, thing. But they're only at Best Buy, so uh, if you're looking for that. And uh, a t- Tom Baker's th- complete third series, series on Doctor Who is coming out on Blu-ray uh, this Tuesday. So if you're a uh, Tom Baker fan of Doctor Who, uh, season three of his uh, of his career is coming out. Uh, okay. And then moving on to video games, we have uh, Fall Guys Ultimate Knockout for the PlayStation 4 and PC, and that's coming out Tuesday. Scully. Uh, is coming out for the PlayStation 4, Xbox One, Switch, and PC on Tuesday. And then we have Fast and Furious Crossroads for the PS4, Xbox One, and PC. And that is on Friday. And then we have Internal Drift for the PlayStation 4, Xbox One, Switch, and PC. And that is also on Friday. And that's all the video games coming out this week. All right. All right. Uh, Well, Ed, I do have some news. All right. She wound up stumbling across a like. Well, it all seems to tie in together. You sent me some some stuff, but um, <clears throat> I want to know. If we'll, I guess I'll start off with. We talked about Comic Con uh-huh. and how well we didn't pay attention to anything that was going on. Right. Um, apparently, Comic Con at home turned out to be a massive failure. <laughs> really. Okay, um, yeah, I mean, this is according to an article I, I found in Screen Rant uh, not too long, about five days ago. So it was right after Comic-Con. <clears throat> it says, despite being free and accessible from a fan's couch, Comic-Con at home turned to be a complete bomb compared to last year's in-person event. Um, 
The online convention promised fans more than 350 panels, including high-profile events showcasing The Walking Dead, Star Trek Discovery, and high-profile actors like Keanu Reeves. There were also virtual artists and Vendor's Alley exclusive merch, various contests, competitions, and more. But even with so many pop culture fans starving for content over the last few months, Comic-Con at home wasn't enough to scratch that itch, considering the social media engagement numbers from this year's undertaking compared to last year's in-person were staggering low. Okay? I'm going to give you just the bullet points here. Um, they have, they have, like they had a um, comparison. According to the reports from Variety, Variety, based off numbers from Listen First, a social media analytics firm, tweets mentioning Comic-Con at home fell a mind-boggling 95% from last year's in-person counterpart. Wow. Okay. Tweets mentioning the most high-profile TV shows were down 93%. And most shockingly of all, the firm determined that mentions of the event's top five movies were down a whopping 99% from last year's top fives. Uh, the numbers from YouTube's, well, where many of the panels were hosted, reinforced drop in quote-unquote attendance. Uh, somewhat surprisingly, the most, the most popular panel, both in terms of viewership and social media mentions, was for The New Mutants which was announced way back in 2017 and has been in limbo ever since. So I guess most people were interested in, like, what the fuck's going on with that? Um, so beyond needing to scramble to get the event online and make coronavirus concerns, Comic-Con organizers had a whole other set of hurdles to overcome in putting this all together with major players like Marvel Studios, Lucasfilms, and DC Films announcing ahead of time that they'd be skipping the virtual event altogether. Um, but beyond that, the Comic-Con experience thrives on fan interaction not just between one another, but also with the stars and creators they come to see the off-dimension phone over. With most of the panels being pre-recorded, viewers couldn't even pose questions to the creatives in advance in attendance via live chat. And an at-home experience was never going to be the same, but just how much difference the shift made is astonishing. Um, now, granted, it kind of is a good litmus for what the organizers are because you got the New York Comic Con coming out October eighth to the eleventh. Right now, it's still scheduled for that time. Right. Um, I don't know if they they haven't mentioned whether or not they're canceling or what they're going to go all video or if they're going to be like Comic Con New York is basically not as big as Comic Con on the U.S. coast, but it's still one of the big draws. It's the East Coast. They try to be the East Coast version of that. Uh, it's it's now two months away. Yeah, two months away, roughly. All right. What what are they? Are, you know, if if they go, well, let's look at Comic Con from Comic Con. Oh shit, those numbers suck. What are we gonna do? Like, uh, you know, you you kind of don't want to cancel it, but you you think well maybe it's in the better in the long run. I don't know. Um, it, the speculation that San Diego Comic Con might not even be able to return in twenty twenty one. So, who knows what's going to happen? What's your feelings on that, Ed? Well, here's the thing, and and you you got to look at it this way. I mean, I I'm looking as you were talking. I'm looking at like you can because you can do the channel. You can go through it and find whatever you're looking for. So you kind of because it's it's all on YouTube for free. So you can definitely watch it. And there's there's it it does pop my feed because I should try to watch stuff. So the algorithm Google uses, uh, you know, makes you you know um you know pop pop off because i keep seeing the one for uh um uh oh, crap 
<laughs> Kevin Smith, um, his his panel, you know, an email right. with, with Kevin Smith's you know panel, and so like thing. But I'm like flipping through this, and there is like a lot of it is basically just like things like anniversary stuff and like you know stuff like that's already out like it's nothing new it's not like you're going to get a something like new show or new movie that you're going to hear about like you said there there's not really much on the on the um uh, you know uh, for terms of you know Star Wars or you know you're not going to hear what the new movies coming out or or what right. Marvel's doing and so on so you you don't have that stuff so it's 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 like who cares like like uh, you know I, I I was talking to my my brother about this the other day and I'm like what was there was like two things he pointed out like were the highlights I think of the of the whole thing which was the new mutants uh find out what's going on with that and you know to to see if the new trailers or and I forget what the other one was. That's how that's how memorable it was. Um, and right. it was like, and again, I I, I kind of dismissed them. I'm like, I really didn't care. Like, like that wasn't, like, like I was hoping for more. And that's that's what I always liked to comment. Like we used to do we show live and all, like in the in the in the in the in the, in the, in the station. We like I used to love when Comic Con would come out because there would be news articles for two weeks. Because they sure. because they wouldn't show stuff like you you couldn't see this stuff like we're getting firsthand so this was a kind of exciting but we're not getting anything new but that's what we got we got articles like people talking about who who went to these events and then wrote a blog about it or wrote an article because they were sci fi wire or right. you know comicbook.com or whatever you know film would show up with a bunch of trailers or Disney would show up and go hey this is the stuff we got on schedule coming up in the next year right it's something. But they're all kind of like, yeah, well, we're not going to do it this time. We're going to do our own well, because if, if everyone's going to do it at home, why can't we? Right. And 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 the thing that's really killer is, is that we you don't you we they can't for the most part put anything out because like unless it's they can stream it on an app like that's that's it like they're you're not going to be able to go to theaters to see it you know right you're not going to have like concerts you're not going to be able to you know go to you know like mass audiences can't go anywhere in the United States right now. To, to do this, you know, maybe in Europe they can do it, but, or, you know, or, or, or in other parts of the world, but we can't do it in the U.S. And that's hurting their business, basically. So for them to go, yeah, we got this thing and, you know, blah, 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 eventually it's going to come out. And they're like, well, that's that's the, everybody wants to know, like, when it's coming out or, you know, that's, and I think that's probably why they just kind of didn't, you know, um, make it want to make any announcements because it's like a we don't know when it's coming out and b it's we don't know if we can finish it because it's like you know there's gonna there's a lot of restrictions on 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 you know editing and and you know doing reshoots or, or doing shoots at all you know uh, you know practical uh, uh, photography so for those things it's 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 really cut off so yeah like 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 i'm kind of glad i i missed out i mean like that's the thing like like at this point i can go back and watch it anytime i want and and you know and see it you know, because it's always going to be there now, unless they take it down. Which you know, I don't know. You know, it have, have to be a long time, or you know, for space reasons or whatever. But I mean, I'm 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 like looking at this stuff, and it's just like, yeah, there is nothing that's jumping out at me that I'm like, ooh, I want to see this. There, there, there's not one item <laughs> that I'm like right. going through and going, yeah, I want to see that. It's like, no, it's, it's it's whatever. It's 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 just junk. So it's just like, yeah, I could see why it was a, it was not did not do well you know i'm not, I'm not surprised you know because like i said we um, either of us weren't weren't excited for it you know or, i mean we were excited for it and when when you were talking about it like the, the week before you know yeah, and there the, was some, 
the panels are sound good and all, but I didn't see any of those panels. I'm like, I'm like, I can't find those. Um, I actually, what I had, what I'm doing, I would actually have the actual Comic Cons at Home's webpage up, and I would look. I would have to scroll all the way down to the bottom where it said, "Hey, these are the this is what's going on today," and I click on it, and I would go through the basically the the itinerary for the day. And I actually had my alarm clock set on my phone, like, okay, well, at this time I'm going to watch this. And I, I like, I wholeheartedly was like setting something up to like to try to get, you know, to try to consume some of this content that I've never been able to experience live. But I, my, I did other things that weekend. I was like, you know, it's if you don't see it, it doesn't exist, kind of thing. Like, you know. If I'm I'm standing in the middle of a target when there's a panel on Bill and Ted, you know, that I'm actually interested in, it's because life got life was more important. You know, it was just I didn't spend a hundred thousand hours to go to New York to go to San Diego to stand in line with a bunch of people to watch, you know, someone speak for an hour. I just I just it was and and again, looking back, you know, I saw an article where they have like the Nathan Fillion thing. It, that's I could watch that now, right now. I could be like, okay, and over the show, I'm gonna go watch this thing. I'll talk to you later. And because it's normally it's a once in a lifetime experience because you want to be there and feel the magic of it live, but instead you now have the ability to watch it at your own leisure, and it kind of takes away. I don't want to say some of the magic, but it takes away the um, the necessity or the the I need to see it now the because I might not see it again. You know, and again, if I go on look online today and someone says, "Yeah, you know what? It was only up till the end of at the end of July, and here we are, the beginning of August. You missed out on it." I'm gonna be like, "Oh, oh, okay. Well, what's on TV?" <laughs> like, I, I'm, I'm just, I'm not gonna be like, "Oh, my whole world is now crumbled because something that I was super interested in, then I became semi interested in, to be more casually interested in, is now gone." Right shame on me if I was really super interested I would have made the time when it was available right you know instead of being like oh I'll just watch it whenever I want well but that, um, that's 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 just what I'm saying like 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 because it was because it was so exclusive and you had to pay all this money to get in and you know that kind of thing and we were we were always out the outside people like going do you wonder what they're doing or what they get to see it every once in a while you'd see somebody upload a video you'd watch it right then and there because it would be like 10 minutes you know you're not going to get the whole hour of of thing they would show the trailer or whatever because somebody would sneak a camera you know and show it and you go oh my god like i got to see it like this is so awesome i can't wait for it to because i can see it better trailer of a movie coming out next summer like you're like oh my god I, this is all you feel like you're like in the cool crowd right you know <laughs> and then when you actually get invited to the party you realize that no one's cool <laughs> you know <laughs> like <laughs> <laughs> that's the <laughs> god yes but anyway <laughs> there's so many so many things but anyway um getting back to it yeah but that's the thing like like now it's like i can watch this at my leisure it's just like yeah, I'm, I'm like I'm not excited. Like it's just like it just it just it just sucked all the fun out of it. You know, there's there's no there's no like anticipation. And then like like I'm like I'm waiting for somebody to break it down and going, oh, here's this trailer from this because it's like I really don't care like what people have to say because you know it's all like patting each other. Oh, he was amazing as the writer for this show and blah blah, blah or this movie and you know and 
oh, I, I love the set, you know, blah, blah, blah. The set design guy was awesome because he's there, you know, because that's, that's basically what they're doing. I mean, that's five to seven people, you know, in a, in a, in a Zoom chat that you're watching, you know, and it was, what are you going to talk bad about one of them, you know? Hey, who are you, Ray Fisher? <laughs> <laughs> um, also, speaking of, since we're talking, since we are still on the subject, one thing we didn't bring up last show was this weird video that got posted. I posted on Geekster's website, um, our Facebook page. Um, it was a G4. Oh, my God. Yeah. Okay. Now, I got to tell you how I came across it because it was very weird. Um, everybody who knows the show, Stacy is from Texas. She's never really been exposed to hockey. She moves up here. I introduce her to hockey. She kind of enjoys the thing. More so, she is a big fan of the Flyers mascot, Gritty. Mm-hmm. Now, we talked about that briefly today because she was today was um she, we were she needed to get herself a, a Flyers T-shirt because the sports <laughs> nerds are like I don't know what that is anyway. Um, <clears throat> so she was watching she follows Gritty on Twitter <clears throat> and Gritty posted this video <clears throat> excuse me and she showed it to me she's like I don't understand any of this maybe you do um, and the moment I saw some of the stuff on the uh, on the screen I got excited I'm like you've got to be kidding me and then at the end it you know it's, it's a pong and it says we never stop playing G4 2021 and I'm like, I'm talking about it now. My hair is kind of standing up on edge, which is weird. Because I'm like, I, and I couldn't be able to eloquently explain to Stacy how impactful that channel was to a generation that didn't really care. Like, I mean, at that point, I think it became cheaters and cops, you know. Um, but like Attack of the Show and, you know, X-Play. There was so much good content. There, there was, on- yeah, there was, there was a different cheaters because they would, they would show you the cheat codes, or they would do the, the like what right. you would do in a, in a situation to get a cheat for a, for a game and all. That was that was called cheaters. Then they did a list show, um, and then they did this like animated. Oh, what was it called? I forget now. Oh God, it was a, a, an eight bit show. Code monkeys. Code monkeys. Yes. You know that's on the that's on the Peacock TV. That's on, that's on Peacock. Wait, we, I yeah. got it. We got it in the show. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I think you look at TV shows. I think it's on. I think it's. I think I saw it there. I mean, they got to a point though. They were showing different things. Like I remember the guys from. Um, uh, oh God, what's the name of that show? God. Um, you suck at this. I know it's, <laughs> but the thing is, it's it's not it's not a nerd it's not a nerd show. It's a car show that they showed on the BBC America, and I just can't think so, of it. Gear, uh, Top Gear. Top Gear, yeah. One of the guys from Top Gear used to do a science show, and he they aired that on G Four. Then they do okay. the, they did the Japanese uh, Ninja Warrior, which now people watch like on NBC. I think it is uh, American Ninja Warrior, which I think is on the Peacock. <laughs> so, or I think the, the, the uh, 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 American Ninja. Warrior. I saw Junior anyway of the kids section. It makes me say, uh, makes me start to realize I think NBC owns G Four. Maybe. Uh, you know, and, 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 um, you know, that's the thing. Like I'm, I have to go back now and look at, um, Kevin Pereira, who was part of the, the whole thing for a long time. Cause he actually did a video game show where the kids would play video games, like the first kind of like tag team gaming, you know, they would, you know, kind of go head to head kind of gaming. 
he he mm-hmm. was he was but he started out as like a producer or like a coffee boy or whatever and then they he up, upgraded through this the thing and he got attack of the show as the host you know type of thing he does now on a, a vlog series about g4 basically i think he does other stuff but like the only stuff that i've watched was like like the old co-host that used to see he would talk to him and f- try and give you a history of where they like what happened how they got started you know how how right. they ended so up in G four. There's like this documentary they're working on, like so maybe maybe 2020 means that documentary is going to come out. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I I of course everybody everybody thinks that maybe the G four will come back in a new way. You know, I mean, especially with the, with the new generation, like it might be an app, like you might get a G four app, um, uh, to watch all these shows on, like like a you know like. You know, of course, it, it it would be nice. Like if 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 it was on the on Peacock TV, I probably would like buy the five bucks if I had to pay five hours into it just to watch the G four content on there. Um, you know, because like right. like I mean, like I I was more playing games more then because I was more into G four at that time. Like I I would I I would love to see you know E three through their eyes because. They would cover everything, stuff that like like you wouldn't see at Comic Con. They would talk about games. They would like during the day they would have like before G four like like three or four days they would have like uh, 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 publishers and and content creators of of the games and all the 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 the, the 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 directors and stuff like that to come on and talk about their game and and show some gameplay of it and all and give you give you that kind of thing and then when G4 they would show each presentation they would show Sony and then they would show uh, um, Xbox or, or Microsoft and then Nintendo and everybody would have their shot you know at it and then they would interview all these people and it was like it was like three or four days of just all that mayhem and you 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 know and then they would rebroadcast it again so you would like if you were you know working or whatever you could watch it again at night you know kind of thing and just it was like it was so awesome to watch that you know, like over and over again. They did Comic Con and they would go in and you know, like I said, they would cover it and they would have their own little booth that they would just, you know, have uh, guests come up and and celebrities and, and and you know that kind of thing. And they would show the show floor or they would try and show a panel here and there that that they could, you know, and that kind of thing. And give you like the, the that was the, to me like the first glimpse of of you know seeing TV, you know. And I was just. I was really upset when I think there's a rant I think of me in, in a previous show of when they got rid of G4. Right. You know how pissed off I was because it was like it was one of those channels that, uh, you know, like 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 I started like I, think, I remember seeing it like 2005 I think it was because uh, I think it was a first married you know and I, I was uh, you know coming home one night and I just flipped through and I'm like what the hell is this and like all of a sudden it was like like that sh- that channel was on my TV for months, you know, like, like it was hard for me to watch anything else, you know, unless it was a repeat, like, like all of a sudden, like, like, like X pay X play repeated itself, like as a rerun, uh, what else is on TV? I've seen this like three times already. Cause they, they would air shows cause they only had a limited number of shows that they would do, right. you know? And then you, right. you end up watching them like three or four times and you're like, yeah, you know what I'm. I'm gonna think, and then when they start putting cops on the weekends, you stop watching it. Like you know, like cause I'm like I'm not watching right. cops. They had, you know, they had that show called Cheaters where it was like, hey, we're gonna do a video camera. You think your significant other is cheating on you, so we're gonna set up some cameras to watch them, and then 
we're going to prove that they are cheating on you, and then you're going to confront them on on camera and on TV to be like, I can't believe you cheated on me, blah blah. It was trash TV at that point. Right. Yeah. So I mean, I'm excited. I'm looking forward to seeing what they do. I I kind of agree. Maybe it'll be in the form of like a Roku channel of some sort, like a free downloaded channel. That way, you know, you can maybe it'll have its own paid content, or maybe it'll be a free because. You're right. G4, on the whole, didn't have a lot of actual original programming, um, at least not enough to sustain a channel 24-7. But what they could do is I think they could sustain a app or a streaming service, like a free streaming service and that, you, you know, it has ads in it. I mean, I, I love the tech of the show so much. Like, I, I wouldn't care if there was ads in it as long as I got to watch it again. Right. Now, it won't be the same because you're not going to have Kevin and Olivia anymore. I mean, definitely not Olivia. Kevin maybe because Kevin is that kind of a guy like I he seems to just be working all the time so I'm sure that if someone said hey well, you want to come back um, he might say sure might but he also might be beyond that too like that I think that the stuff that he does now he does the Nintendo's corporate gigs at I've seen him twice in person because um, as a store leader at GameStop our conventions he was like their Nintendo's kind of hype man he comes out and MCs it all, and he's hysterical and he's funny, and it's like you get to see Kevin. I last time I went, they had because um, Luigi's Mansion Three was coming out. They have they gave like little fans of his face in green. I gave you one. Yes, you know, I still have it. <laughs> right, and I think I still have mine laying around somewhere too. But it's it's the idea that hey, he's still working even today. So I'm like, well, he, maybe he'll come back, maybe he won't. I mean, but either way, I, 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 I hope he does. I mean, you know, that's. I mean, like, I mean, I'll, I'll watch it either way. I'm not, I'm not gonna be like, oh, if Kevin's not on, I'm not gonna watch it. But I think that, like, he will because, like, like I said, the last, last couple things. Like, I remember after he left G4, he did a, um, a show on Sci-Fi Channel, and it didn't last that long. It got canceled. And like sci-fi, it's hard to work for. It really is to, to get to, to get something on that. He was doing like and him, him and and um, Sessler, Adam Sessler. Right. Were, 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 you know, he was a Adam Sessler was a judge, and it was about creating a vlog, basically like like YouTube vloggers, and they would right. have to create something, and 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 then like they would go through like like they're like round the thing, and then they at the end they would show it, and then like they would. They would get judged on it, basically. I think win a prize or something like that at the end of the end of the thing. Okay. There was like three three different groups or whatever, and I only saw the one episode, and that was it. Like I, I don't, and I'm like I don't remember it airing again. Like past that, and then right. I saw him on Deep Cable, and I can't remember the channel now because it used to be on Comcast, and uh, it was it was well, called Life Hacks. Yeah, it, it, I think it was a sci. It was a science. It was like the Science Network or True TV. True TV. It was True TV. Because I was recording it for a while. Because I was like, "Oh, it's Kevin," and I like and the life hack things were. It was basically MythBusters for hacks on right. you saw on the internet. Like, does doing this to your shirt before you wash it take out like whatever? You think of something goofy that people say swear on the internet's true. Yeah, or, or or they would give you a hack like, oh, if you have this this problem, this is what you should do. We we tested this, and here it is. Like, here's the results. You know, like those kind of things. So yeah, they they would, but it was like small stuff. It wasn't explosions, like you know. Right. No, it was it was all like it was like a half hour show, and it was like a rinky dink. Like you know, like I said, it was a knockoff MythBusters, except with life hacks. 
you know, it's like, oh, well, if you really want to do this, like people, you'd see it on, at the time, Vine was real big. Um, now it's TikTok, but how people would do like little, how old were you when you learned this? Uh-huh. You know, and you're like, oh my God, I didn't know that. And they were called life hacks. So it was supposed to make your life easier and simpler because by doing this one little cheat, it was like cheat codes on life, basically. Right. Yeah. Um, it was it was entertaining. It was fun. Uh, Kev, you could see Kevin was doing, being Kevin, uh, his co-host was doing her best. I, it, it never really, never really sunk into me because a lot of the stuff that they were doing, I, I wasn't interested to start off with because it was like, all right, that's cool. You can cut that sandwich with a piece of string. Awesome. Yeah. What, where am I going to have string? Where am I ever going to be in a world where I'm not going to have a knife, but I'll have some random thread? Right. Right, like, and, I, and that's that's, yeah. that's what made it difficult to watch because it was like it was it was it was it was good to see him and, and like it was kind of interesting. There was like one was called a lazy hack, and the girl would do it like a lot of times, and it was it was interesting. But you go, it's kind of like an infomercial almost. It's like it's it's kind of like that late night thing, that guilty pleasure you watch. You know, you don't tell anybody about, but you've seen right. it. Because there was like nothing else on, and you're like, ah, you know what? This is this is new content to me, so I'm gonna watch it. So that's kind of what it was. And then like, because like, I most of the time I watched it was like in the middle of the night. Like I like I said, that's how I found it. I think one night flipping through, and I found it. I was like, holy crap! And I'm like, and I looked into it, and you know, it was like it was like a promo on, on Facebook. Like they were like, oh, please like us, you know, blah blah blah. Build our you know like thing, and they had like 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 ten or twelve likes or something like at the time. And you go, really? That's it? Like wow? Like you know. And 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 it 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 was interesting, but like I said, like like I haven't seen it. I don't know if it's still I still have it out there now anymore. I mean, like, I don't know, but like like it, that was years ago too. I mean, that was many years ago. So I mean, like I said, they they might not even have it on TV anymore. They're just running reruns of it if they're still if they still have it. If they have that channel exists, I don't know if true TV true TV still exists. True TV does exist. True TV is now run by Impractical Jokers. Oh, okay, that's right. That's right. You know, I mean, the, the true TV is basically the Impractical Jokers network at this point. At any given time, I can watch Impractical Jokers or watch a rerun of Impractical Jokers where they talk about the practical jokes. Now, I I think that show's entertaining, and I can watch it pretty much any given time of during the day, so it's kind of like comfort food. But, I mean, uh, what actually became a G4, G4 became Spike TV. You know, yeah. um, first, I'm sorry, first Esquire TV, then it became Spike TV. You know, because um, for because no 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 is, no you're wrong yeah. yes because Spike Spike was okay. some other channel and that became Spike TV for guys and that was that because because uh, because they would they would they would air stuff because because uh, uh, what was that guy's name because there was G4 TV live and it was Jeff Geoff Knightley or something like Jeff Knightley but it was spelt weird okay. he was one of the things he went to Spike. During during because uh, I was like I wonder what happened to him uh, uh, Jeff Jeff Keeley Jeff Keeley that's the guy and he he was okay. the video guy for Spike and then they had the, the video game awards and he was like the host and then like he was like running it for a while but like G four was still okay. around at that time but then it became Esquire and then Esquire just disappeared because that didn't do well thank right, God for whatever reason somebody in a suit decided that nerd culture wasn't wasn't a money maker. At the height of nerd culture, like G four kind of helped. If when you think about nerd culture and Iron Man, the movies and anything pop culture related, G four kind of helped 
make that mainstream in a way um, because of the popularity that they had and stuff. Um, it was like the nerds of the world actually had something to watch and talk about. It wasn't just 24-hour sports channels. It was a 24-hour nerd channel. And it helped bring in to say, hey, you know what? This stuff's cool. Here's Comic-Con all weekend long. Here's E3 all weekend long. Here's a special. You know. So, I, And then at some point in time, somebody was like, okay, yeah, we bought it. And we don't think no one, no one cares about video games. We're going to turn it into a, a men's channel where it's going to be about men's fashion and things that are going to be cool for men who don't want to live in their parents' basement anymore. <laughs> and just fucking bombed. Yes. Like, I was like, oh, I'm done. Like, uh, <laughs> that was, that like, was the I one that I was like happy. I was like, I, I think I, I think I said that when they were, they were talking about it. I'm like, I don't watch it. Make it bomb. Don't let. <laughs> yeah. I mean, no. So like I guess I'm hoping that the resurgence, I, like, I think it's, I'm hopeful that it'll have a place again in in this culture this this pop this this, this pop culture world we live in but i think it's going to be hard because what they innovated and what they started is now being done by so many people it's hard to maintain any kind of relevancy when everyone else is doing it right you know it's like saying like hey you know like hulk hogan he was he was the he was the best wrestler of the 80s then he gets old, and then he tries coming back, and you're like, "Yeah, I remember when he used to be really good." Uh, yeah, uh, <laughs> he ain't, he's not as good as he once was. Right. You know, kind of. And I'm I'm afraid that G4 might. I'm hoping that it doesn't fall under that umbrella, but we won't know until we find until they come out with more information. Um, yeah, because I said it was all teaser, so we don't know anything, and 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 and, now they, and it was the show was actually called Hack My Life. I was doing some research while you were talking just to see, yeah. and uh, yeah, it's, it ran for three seasons. It looks like, oh no, five seasons. Yeah, yeah, that's five cable seasons though. Like, <laughs> like maybe like thirteen episodes each. Yeah. You know, um, I do have some more interesting news about the ongoing video on demand platform versus theaters um excuse me a second a couple weeks ago we talked about how um universal and amc theaters had like a real big pissing contest because universal said that hey we're gonna we're gonna put our stuff out early on video because trolls world tour made a shit ton of money for us so much money that we're not even sure if it was it would have been cost effective to even put in the theaters i think that's how it went right but they were contemplating whether or not just having a smaller window, and that's where AMC was like, well, fuck you. If you do that, we're not going to do any of your movie theater. You're not going to do any of your shit. Um, <clears throat> but apparently, this past week, Universal and AMC kind of sat down and kind of hashed out something. Uh, they signed a multi-year agreement that will allow the studio's films to premiere on premium video on demand within three weeks of their theatrical debut. Really? Okay. Yes. So it it has uh, basically it's 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 short. This is from Variety. So um, rival studios are likely to be being pushed for exhibitors to grant them more flexibility when it comes to determining when and how their theatrical releases can make their way onto home video plat- entertainment platforms. Um, the financial terms of the agreement were not disclosed for obvious reasons. However, in a statement. AMC's CEO, Adam Aaron, said the company will, quote, share in these new revenue streams, unquote. 
which means that they will get a cut of any money made on these digital rentals. Universal only has the ability to put its movies on premium on demand, meaning that the rentals that go for roughly $20 a pop. So apparently AMC is going to get a cut of that. Wow. Uh, it cannot sell films or rent films for lower on-demand fees in the $3 or $6 range until three months after they debut, debut in cinemas. Okay. So so basically, a, okay, for example, like a movie like Trolls comes out on video on-demand. You rent it for 20 bucks, you get it for however long, and you can either go to the theaters or, or watch it at home. Or go to the theaters, and then in this case, it would be three weeks later – would be available for video on demand. And then three months after that, Universal can tell all these video on demand places that, you know what, we're going to put it on sale for six bucks. So, and again, I don't think it's going to be a lot of the, fr I'll be surprised if it's a movie like Trolls. I think it's going to be movies that aren't getting like the BC, not the big AAA push titles, but more so like the lower independent films. Like, okay, we're going to put in theaters to make it available for like Oscar nominations. But then after that, we'll put it at $20 for people who want to watch it at home. And then three months later, six bucks for whatever indie film they got going on at the time. Um, even though, here's the guy that continues, even though Universal under this new agreement could theoretically debut the next Jurassic World or Fast and Furious installment on premium on-demand within with 17 days of their debut, they will likely have a longer exclusive runs in cinema. Instead, the studio has the option to capitalize on its new freedom with mid-budget fare, uh, comedies, and horror movies that might not be as robust, that might not have robust runs in cinema. Um, if a smaller movie performs better than expected on the big screen, Universal can wait to put it on digital rental services. Um, kind of almost like what I said, weirdly enough. And on its upcoming slate, Universal has Minions, The Rise of Gru, Halloween Quick Kills with Jamie Lee Curtis, and the spy thriller 355 with Jessica Chastain, Bella Penelope Cruz. Um, the deal culminates a period of hostilities between the studio and the world's largest theater chain. Um, a chilling relations that began after AMC vowed to stop showing Universal's movies after the studio decided last spring to unveil Trolls World Tour simultaneously on digital platforms and in a few theaters still open during the coronavirus pandemic. Um, this past Tuesday, both sides made, a made nice with Universal praising the viability of the big screen and AMC Helen's decision to sign its willingness to innovate. Um, this is a quote <clears throat> from... Donna Langley, who is the chairman of Universal Film Entertainment Group, um, it goes to say the theatrical experience continues to be the cornerstone of our business. The partnership we forge with AMC is driven by our collective desire to ensure a thriving future for the film distribution ecosystem and to meet consumer demand and flexibility and, op and optionality. Um, for his part, Aaron also chimed in, focusing on long-term health, the long-term health of our industry. We would note that just as restaurants have thrived, even, the, even though every home has a kitchen, AMC is highly confident that moviegoers will come to our theater in huge numbers in a post-pandemic world. As people enjoy getting out of their homes, we believe the mystical escape and magical communal experience offered that our theaters will always be compelled to draw, including as, including as it does our big screens, big sound, and big seats, not to mention the alluring aroma of our perfectly prepared popcorn. Huh. <laughs> um, 
For years, though, Universal and other studios have pushed to shrink the window, um, industry parlance for the period of time between the film's theatrical release and its debut on home entertainment. Traditionally, that frame exclusively has lasted for 90 days, which is roughly three months, which theater owners have maintained is critical to prevent customers from opting to skip cinemas and wait until a film is available in their homes. But studios have griped that those terms are onerous. Um, they maintain that movies make most of their box office revenues in the first few weeks of release, and waiting three months to debut a film on demand and across other platforms requires them to spend more money to advertise them and refamiliarize the public. Um, however, COVID-19 has altered the power dynamics and the relationship between studio and theaters. The bulk of the cinemas in the United States remain closed due to the virus as plans for large-scale national reopenings have been delayed again and again in cases surging in the South and the West Coast. Um, theaters right now don't have the leverage that they once did and are looking for a way to make money at a time when it's not clear if customers feel safe going to cinemas. However, at the same time, Universal has found continued financial success in the strategy to bypass theaters at the time when the most of the country is staying at home. On-demand platforms have been booming during the pandemic, and Universal estimates that 5 million people rented Trolls World Tour in the first few weeks, generating roughly $100 million in sales. Empowered by those figures, it also debuted the Judge Apatow comedy King of Staten Island on premium on-demand this summer, and has put movies such as Emma, a Jane Austen adaptation, um, on demand after the release was truncated by the coronavirus closures. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, in the past, Universal perhaps have been most aggressive in pushing limits of theatrical, you know, um, the, on the theatrical release windows, tried a few ways to offer its movies to home entertainment consumers early, running afoul in this exhibition when it's aborted plans to offer the Ben Stiller, Eddie Murphy comedy Tower Heist on demand within weeks of its 2011 debut. I actually saw that movie. Um, <laughs> in this case, Universal backed down after theaters threatened to stop showing the film. So they were, back in 2011, they were going to be like, oh, okay, well, we're going to put it in theaters and then put it on demand, pay-per-view at the time. And AMC or the theaters like, no, no, you do that. We're dropping it all together. So apparently they've learned how to play nice with each other, which I get. I'm I'm kind of for I want to see I don't I'm not going to be like um I'm actually 100% for this I am not going to lie I if I want to go to the movie theaters we now live in a world where we can consume our entertainment in any way possible shape form that we can see fit for our own lives for some people that is the magic of going to movie theaters I still love going to the movies when I get a chance you know if I get a chance again but there's also something nice and comforting about staying at home where I don't have to worry about the person talking three aisles over or seeing a person's cell phone in the middle of the film in a dark theater have to go on. Or, God forbid, I'm watching an R-rated movie and some parents decide to take their 10-year-old kid out or their 7-year-old kid out of the theater because they didn't read the fact that this movie was going to have blood gore and maybe some sex in it. You know, So I don't have to worry about those, those hiccups. But, I mean... I, I do like pretzel bites, you know. I sit there and watch, you know. <laughs> well, that's that's bites that's and, that's the thing. I mean, like, it's it's, it's a back of, it's a back and forth thing. It's like like you can you can you truly let go of the way it was, uh, you know, before the pandemic, for what it is now. Like, can can you do that? And a lot of people can't. They really can't. Well, I, I see. See, I think, I think again, it goes to how we consume our media because back in the day. 
before Blu-ray, before DVD, before Laserdisc, there was the video format. And if a movie came out in theaters, it was roughly about six months before yeah. it actually hit video. Right. Um, now, now the window has been shortened down to three months because, you know, because of the fact that everyone wants to win that big first opening weekend before. Like I remember, I told the story many times. It seemed Die Hard was a July release, like a summer release, and I must have seen it up until like October. Like I think I saw it at least once a month for like the next six months. Because mm-hmm. it just, or Batman or Lethal Weapon Two. I remember seeing a bunch of times over a long period of times because it was in theaters longer. Now it's like if you if you miss the opening weekend, you don't go see it at all. Almost you wait till video. Right. So understand completely the 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 I, I understand what Universal is saying. Like, hey, you know what? You can have opening weekend because that's what anyone ever really cares about. That's where most of the money gets made. And with the way movies are being produced, it's like, okay, who wins this weekend? Who wins this weekend? Who wins this weekend? Shit, we do a thing. Every, we used to be doing a thing every week. What was number one in the box office? Mm-hmm. And after that, we would find that after it hit number one, maybe if you were lucky, they, they hit the, the top two spot. Most of the time, they drop down to number five because there's other movies out there. So no one – so that revenue that they would make, they don't care about unless it's the opening weekend. You know, so if they want an early release or like, you know, instead of waiting 90 days, you know, instead of waiting 90 days, let's do it weeks after, like a month, you know, a month and a half. You know, I, and uh, I, I can't, I can't disagree with that statement because I feel like, well, it's there. They own it. They have the right to distribute however they want to. I mean, I think they're kind of. Well, that's the thing I was trying to, trying to get into is the fact is, is that like between the two of them, it's like. They're both they're both going to hurt each other in a way like like AMC going, you know, well, well, then we won't show any of your 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 stuff universal if if you you know, since you did this and you think it's much better. Why don't you do it that way? And it's like AMC AMC is like I'm like, really? Like you're going to you're going to hit a, a, a movie theater like that. I mean, like I'm I'm thinking Disney Disney always sits back and goes, well, let's see what that happens. Let's, let's see what this looks like. What, what a Trolls World Tour make. It's like, holy crap, like we could do that, you know, like. And and of course they go they came out with Disney Plus and they're not you know they're not, not going to make that kind of money because you know they're already they're already getting subscribers I mean unless unless they can get more subscribers for five dollars a month versus twenty dollars one shot of a movie, um, sure you know type of thing, but like like that's the thing like 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 the the model's changing and like like a lot of companies they want to exclude theaters altogether if they could if they could eliminate that and. Uh, you know, because it's it's all this advertising they have to do and all this revenue, and it's it's like it it gets expensive, and it's but the thing is they have to advertise it like without a trailer, without like hype and and you know a media kind of spread on this, like nobody cares. Like you know if 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 um, you know the new Jurassic Park movie came out on demand, and nobody paid attention, because I don't I don't go through on like I'll go through Voodoo. But I'm not looking at paid stuff. I'm looking at the free stuff, or I'm looking for right. the cheap stuff, you know, that kind of thing. And I, so that's that's the thing. So like, I'm not looking at a first run now. Like, granted, like I'm trying to think now which one it was. Like, if you if it pulls up, I'm just trying to see if I can pull it up real quick here while we're talking. Well, like I I bought Scoob today. For the last few weeks, I've seen Scoob as an early access video on demand. Right. And me kind of go, well, when's the movie coming out? Because I don't want to rent it. I want to own it. But I also, I could have just bought it flat out from Voodoo itself. Right. Like, I could have done it out. But I was like, I'm, 
I'm still a physical media guy for right now, for the most part. Um, so I'd rather have that on a shelf than a digital shelf. Right. That might change over the course of time because I do realize that the media itself is changing. Like, um, like back when cable first came out, there was a, a big controversy of whether or not that they were going to take first run movies. Like they were talking about like Terminator Two or Terminator Three. Like put it that route on video on demand, like right away, the same day theaters have it, so that way people could. It brings a wider audience because there's people who don't want to go to a movie theater at all. So why not pull them? It was like. Why not make sure all are are? Why not make sure we get everyone the opportunity to see it however they want back before the internet, you know? And then theaters, like I mean, let's face it, movie theaters is the only monopoly that's out there. I think at the moment, the only way to watch movies, you have to go to a movie theater, right? For first run, like if you if you if you want to see something right away, like if you can't wait for it, you, then you, you have to wait for you have to go see it in the theater. It's the only way. Right. So, so AMC can. Or, or AMC and Regal, and the reason why I'm bringing Regal because I have a follow-up um, article about what we were just talking about. Um, they have the monopoly. They can go, look, look, if you, you put millions of dollars into your movie, the only way people are going to go see it is if you come to us. And at one point in time, that was true. Nowadays, someone could go, fuck you, I don't have to do that now. You know why? Because there's video on demand. I'll sell it digitally. That way I don't have to produce something. It's all zeros and ones people can buy it and watch it at their own leisure right. i don't need you and amc and the big and regal are kind of like no you still need us and it's like there's there's definitely like um you need to kind of evolve in a way like we're living in a generation of i get to watch what i want when i want to watch it how i want to watch it whether that be tv movies books anything it's now you are you're the consumer you get to consume it any way you want to shape you don't have to you're not you're not tied to going to a movie theater unless you want to see it that opening weekend and you feel like there's a buzz you feel like if you if you go see like nowadays we live in the hype of if you don't see it opening day it's going to get spoiled for you some asshole on the internet's going to tell you you know professor plum did it in the study with the candlestick and you're going to be like motherfucker i really wanted to know yeah you know and it, it, it takes it away, so there's that rush. But if you can find out, like, I can stay home and do it, like, I sure. Well, I'll pay 20 bucks for it? Sure. Like, I'm going to spend at least $20 anyway at the movie theater. At least. Yeah. You know? I mean, so between two tickets so now, and, a, you know, because if you take your wife and, you know, and, and you know, and then, of course, sure. you're going to pay more than that if you're going to get snacks and all. I mean, you'll save a lot more money if you if you just pay $20 one shot. You Both of you watch it and you get, like, cheap snacks from yeah, the yeah. store. Yeah, the argument is if you have a household of, like, 10 people and you buy, you know, for example, Scoob for $20 for that, for that night, that's, you know, you're missing out, you know, per person. But ultimately, if every if uh, if like a million households do that, versus maybe like three quarters of a million people go out to theaters, you're you're making money in the long run. Right. You know, it's 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 a very somebody had to sit there and go, no. I feel like between the first time we talked about this and now, someone actually sat down and actually did the math, and went, hmm. There's a way for all of us to make money here. This is how we're going to do it. If you know AMC is like okay, you know you want to do that, but we get a little bit of some, something in return because now you're taking you're taking food out of our mouths, 
So we want something in return, you know, and what we want in return is a percentage of that $20. You know, I don't know how big it's going to be, but it should be, it's big enough for AMC to go, oh, we can, we'll agree to that term or Universal to go, we can agree with that. And yeah. Then, go ahead. No, no, good. I was going to say though, like to see if that's the thing, like, like this is, this is right now, but like, I'm going to say in five to 10 years, movie theaters are going to be gone. And, I, and they I'll, are probably going to go to the way the, 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 the drive-in movie theater. Right. Like, like it's, it's, it's one of those things like, like because of the way of our landscape is now like NBC universal. Cause that's what Peacock is, is NBC universal. Just put their app out now. So now, sure. so now they got to get subscribers and it's like Netflix and everybody else. They got to build up their membership and Disney plus they got to build up their membership. So they got to put all this content on there. So they're throwing TV shows and, and right. uh, you know, they're going to have Peacock TV originals and, and you know, you're going to, you're constantly going to see that like building up in the next couple of years. And then people are something like, there's going to be that one diamond in the rough that they're going to hit. And that's what's going to get their subscriber subscriptions in. You know, there's going to be that one show or two shows that they're going to get and they're going to go, now we got subscribers. So now it's like, all right, well, now we're going to take our movie division. Instead of showing it at AMC and Regal, we're going to go just right on demand and, and, and skip the skip that because our, we, we're making this much money. And then, of course, with with. Uh, the commercial advertising revenue that they're doing, like Hulu does, and 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 of course the free version of um, Peacock TV. Peacock. Um, that's that's that they're making money off of that. So it's like, okay, if you, we get the five dollar from you and then do the commercial on top of that, we're making we're making double the money now. So now, like spending that twenty twenty dollars on demand you know, might, might do it, but now we'll just put on our, our subscription. Like, you know, like, like that's what I think, right. that's what like eventually I think Disney's going to do. Like you're never going to see a Disney movie in the theater again, because Disney's goes, yeah, we have enough subscribers now because we have the Marvel tied up and star Wars tied up and, and, you know, Muppets and whoever yeah, are, are I just, I just saw an article the other day that there are no more Marvel TV, Marvel movies on Netflix. Right. So it, that means Disney has it all back. Mm hmm. So if you want to watch all the Marvel movies, guess where you got to go? You either buy them, you're flat out, you know, buy them digitally or get Disney Plus. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I think I, I think they're I, I agree. I mean, I think that sooner or later, like where I live as a kid, right down the end of the block was a movie theater, the Benner movie theater. Mm -hmm. I saw a lot of movies there, a lot. And then when I was a teenager and I did a lot of walking because I was young and I didn't drive, I would walk maybe about 15 minutes and there was the caster movie theater where it was like one one theater and they played one movie and then i would go up another maybe five minutes to the tyson movie theater there were nights where i was able to plan out and watch like a triple feature three different movies throughout the course of my day you know <laughs> I, I remember seeing top gun at the caster you know seeing superman at the benner or with a line wrapped around this corner because it was you got to see it twice, 7.30 and like 10.30, I think. You know, but eventually as the big movie theater change started happening, where it was the Orleans 8, for 4 was the Orleans 4, then it became the 8, those other individual movie theaters got sold. Right. And it was, it was sad for me because I was like, the one place I knew I could always go was right down the block, watch a movie, come home, my day be in. That'd be it. I'd be over, done. Like, 
I'd consume that's how I would consume entertainment. And it, it kind of sucked for me, but it didn't stop me from going to the movies because I wanted to go into the Orleans or going to the Chamonix or going to Willow Grove or going to wherever that movie was. A couple times I would go to a driving theater to get the double feature, you know. Um, so, like, I feel like now it's like, well, why not release it on demand and in theaters? Like, that just seems like the next natural step. Now, granted, as a person who is a homebody, I don't keep if I get to stay in even better. But there is still something magical about going to the movies still, at least for me. I know. Um, but if I get to have that, like, for me to go to a movie theater, it's got to be a, a, a decent enough movie. I was going to movies every every weekend to see whatever I was because there was always something interesting to see. Now, not so much because now I think my temperament is well one i can't because of coronavirus but even back then when before that i didn't go to movies as much because i didn't have the time as much i was working you know my job may have consisted on the days i would normally go to the movies so being able to watch it at home at my leisure at a a specific price point to me isn't that big of a deal now nowadays Mm -hmm. but it took me years to get to that part to become comfortable with that like and that's because i've i've personally and you too have lived through those those evolving moments where it's like oh my god things are changing things are changing things are changing but i'm still able to consume it at my own like i'm i'm glad i have the ability to watch something on demand because i sometimes don't want to leave the house but i still want to be able to watch it right you know (laughs) um that's the thing. I mean, and that, and that, and that's saying that that's 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 the the way we're going. I mean, I mean, like I said, like like if if you if you're watching the the court cutting you know phenomenon that's been going on for the last few years, um, it's growing at an exponential rate because the, the more people hear stuff, and then the more they're finding out like there's stuff like 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 you can't get Mandalorian on cable, you know, like. Right. Unless you have the the Disney Plus app connected to your cable somehow, and I don't know if that they can do that. I I didn't look into it, so I don't even know. So, you know, type of thing. I know Netflix. You can you can stream through as a Netflix channel. Basically, you can stream through your Comcast. Yeah. You know, type of thing. So I don't know if they offer that for the other ones or yet or not. I don't know. I don't know if they made agreements or not. So I can't say. But like like people are now are getting a Roku just to so like it's like oh my kids want Disney Plus and I want to see the Star Wars stuff and blah 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 so I'm gonna I'm gonna pay that money but I got to get a Roku stick or a Fire TV or you know whatever you know to do it a smart tel- television basically to to do it and and to have it so then after a while you're going wait a minute like if I can you know XL Comcast and just have the internet and just do you know like Sling or Fabu or whatever the other uh, um, streaming services are for t- regular TV, and, you know, and then run an antenna. I'm going to save X amount of dollars. So now it becomes this whole other thing. So now you, now your world's opening up more, you know. Because I talk to people and they're like, you know, like uh, a, a coworker of mine just found Tubi, you know, uh, this this past week, and he was all excited about it. And I'm like, oh yeah, I know. I didn't know you didn't, you know. I, I thought I told you about Tubi. And he, He's I don't remember and he goes but he's like I'm finding all these movies that I like you know and there's like thousands of movies on TV for free but it's like I said it's all commercialized so it's so that's how they're making their advertising dollars and that's that's the thing like so like like eventually that's that's where I think our consumerism is going because more and more people like you know I mean like Comcast is losing subscribers 
by the hundred thousands. I mean, in second quarter, they lost 200,000 subscribers. Uh, 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 full disclosure, I am maybe one or two purchases away from cutting the cable box out of my room. Yeah. Because I'm, I'm looking, I spent two weeks watching um, a Roku TV uh, and I, I fell in love with the 4K ability. I, I really fell in love with it. So I'm a part of me is like, well, if I get that with the Roku TV and everything else that I, all the other apps, because I can get the movies anywhere app onto it, I can get the apps on there. I don't fucking need my cable box at all. Yeah. Why do I need it? Why do I need it? And I can just go to walk in there, go toss it on the counter, and go, yeah, I don't want this anymore. Why? Because, I, you know, like right now, Stacy and I are in the process of. You know, we still live with my dad, and he is very old school. He still has Comcast. He still, but he'll have like a thousand and one devices attached to that TV that gives like all the extra, like the Amazon Prime stuff and all the net. You know, you got Netflix and all those other things, but he still has the cable box. And every once in a while, I think he dances around it. And and I think Stacy and I are going to sit down, mostly Stacy because she's better at this than I am, <laughs> is going to sit down and go, "This is what we pay a month for Disney Plus for Hulu." And and if we do it this way, we can get rid of cable, and it'll save you about two grand a year, you know, roughly. Right. You know, and it's like that. That's that's. But in order to be able to help a person pull that plug, you have to sit there and actually do the legitimate math because it's comforting to know that I can turn my TV on and turn to X channel and it be there, you know. But you don't have to do that. It might take a little bit of work, but it's all there. You know, it's it is. You just got to put a little bit of time in it, and you can save a lot of money in the long run. Well, it's the same. Like you know? I, 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 I talk to a lot of people because, like, when they find out, and they, they ask me all these questions, and blah blah blah, and I go, you know what? I, I can show you the door, but you're the one who has to go through it. Like that's the that's the problem. Like that's the the like that's the hard part. Like. You, I can tell you the wonders and the, the 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 how wonderful and great this is, and how much cheaper it is, and how much you're going to save, and blah blah blah, and and the convenience of it, and you know that kind of thing, and it, it, it's it's all great, but unless you want to pull the trigger, it's 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 like worthless. Like I said, I, I I've 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 had many conversations, people at work are like you should have a class and teach everybody how to do this, and blah blah blah. Your own like YouTube channel. Yeah, I've thought about it, you know, and then I'm, and then of course you go to YouTube and there's like 50 other guys doing the same thing. You're like, yeah, I don't think I can do it any better. How many other people are doing geekster type shows? (laughs) I mean, we're worse. We say that we're a little fish in a big pond. You could still be a little fish in a big pond on YouTube, you know, do your own little, you know, cut the cord channel. Ed, welcome to Geeksters Cutting the Cord or Ed, Ed ex- Geeksters Exclusive. Ed teaches you how to cut a cord. You know, <laughs> like we could, we, I'll film it. You, you, you know, we'll, we'll figure it out. Right. <laughs> but the, you know, I, I, I forget the whole original. Yeah. <laughs> I forget what the real point of the whole thing. We got into a whole tangent. Oh, it's about the on-demand versus, uh, uh, you know. But that's the same. Like that's that's where I think this 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 is all going to go. Is basically like you know, like I think in like five to ten years, because like I said, more and more people are are cutting cable and even cutting the FiOS television, you know, aspect of it to go this way, because it's it's cheaper. You know, I mean, I think FiOS though is is still kind of giving you like a good rate 
you know, because they're, they're trying to compete and they're trying to keep that afloat. Right. But a lot of times, like they're they're just happy to get you know like internet service. Like if you just get internet service from one of the one of the one of the, one of the ones. I mean Comcast, they'll always push to to get your triple play. You know, get the phone and TV and all all in one sure. uh, package. You know, because that's that's their money maker. They make a ton of cash off of you. You know, because if you cancel one, it's not it's not going to drop the price. You know, it's not until you drop TV that the, the price gets like cut in half like tell phone means nothing to them really does doesn't you know but right. but that's the thing like you know so so like i know fios like they they haven't they haven't bothered me i mean i i hooked up it's been over a year now i've, I've had the service and they haven't they haven't like shut my service off to make me call and go hey what's the deal and you know because Comtance did that to me three times you know just to, so oh why well, got you the phone I see you only have internet you know how can we upgrade to the triple play today you know they, and that's the reason why you know right. you know it's five so far knock on wood you know gotta find some wood here now I'm all in plastic <laughs> um, knock 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 um, that that they haven't done that and it's 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 nice you know and I'm I'm thinking Comcast is is going to start doing that like their model is going to change in fact that you know, they're just going to offer you know internet because they know if they can get at least you that they they you know they're making some money off of you you know like, well she, the the follow up story I have to this it's not really a follow up story but it's kind of a continuation to the thing is that um, Regal is owned by Cineworld okay mm-hmm. that's another major chain um they basically came out the very next day the ceo of cineworld mookie grindiger who oversees the world's second largest chain exclusively tells deadline that this is a quote we do not see any business sense in this model when it end quote when it comes to the Universal AMC's agreement for a seven day, 17 day theatrical window for movies with the option to go to PVD uh, for video on demand afterwards it's a quote here while we do not while we don't know the full details and we are always analyzing any move in the industry we will analyze it people need to be aware that the first big move from universal is coming only in six months so there is no pressure here um mookie said uh but we clearly see this as a wrong move at the wrong time Clearly, we are not changing our policy with regards to showing only movies that are respecting the theatrical window. Uh, Cineworld's response should come to no surprise. It's the same message they made uh, loud and clear back in April when AMC was fighting with Universal publicly over the theatrical video-on-demand stuff. Um, They said then, we make clear again that we will not be showing movies that fail to respect the window. Uh, just to get you some numbers here, Regal Cinema is the second biggest largest chain in the United States with 7,155 screens in 542 theaters in 42 states. Overworld, overall, Cineworld operates in 10 countries with 787 sites, counting up to about 9,500 screens. Um, Universal right now has offshore distribution on MGM Bond movie, No Time to Die in November, with the following movies scheduled for release the rest of the year. Um, MGM is Candyman, The Croods 2, um, News of the World, Jurassic World Dominion, obviously Rise of Groof, F9. So, however, while while deals are being made, one t- the, other, the other camp is going, nope, we're not doing it. We're going to keep our, our feet in the sand, 
we're not going to evolve. We're going to stick with this and because we think it's the better deal. Huh. <laughs> See, that's the thing. Like, I, th- I think, like, if, if Regal and, or whatever, Cinemax or Cinemarks, whatever, whatever, who is it? What's, what's, oh, I don't remember. Oh, okay. Well, it's what's called it's Regal. Cineworld. It's Cineworld. All right. Yeah, yeah. If Cineworld was smart. Yeah. If Regal was smart, the probably the best thing to do is to be buying like an on-demand system to distribute their movies. Like like you know, and AMC right. the same thing. Like if if they can build an on-demand system to distribute their movies to make money off of, because like I said, that's that's a, that's the next that's the next model. I mean you know, like we we don't know how long this pandemic is going to last. I mean we're we're now in human trials for like three different medications for this cure for the for the coronavirus. So, you know, who knows when that will become, you know, fully available to the uh, world population, you know, to, you know, and or or to a point where people won't feel afraid to go to the theaters, uh, uh, you know, to, to go out. So that's that's the thing. Like we're, we're talking about all this stuff. And it's just like if if I was AMC right now, I'd be like, all right, yeah, we'll make this deal with Universal. But like it's like let's let's see if we can build an app, you know, put the AMC brand name on it, you know, and see if people will download it just to use it, you know, type of thing. Sure. Or, what if or here you go. I'm going to I'm going to build off of that by saying what if AMC takes their already existing app, turns it into a streaming service where you can pay them flat a flat rate monthly to get the video on demand movies right from them. Yeah. Exactly. You know, like you know like AMC's got an app. I got my I got my AMC membership card through it. I walk up, they scan it, boom. What if I have an AMC app on my PlayStation or on my Roku TV and I log in just like I normally would log in and they go, "Okay, Sean, here is fuck it um, Fast and Furious Nine. I would be embarrassed to go into the movie theaters to go speed seeing seeing it. <sighs> but if I'm if I'm in the luxury of my own home and I can click on click and pay twenty dollars to see it and maybe have it for like the weekend, maybe I might be more inclined to to do that because I can watch it at the luxury of my own home. It's through the AMC app, so they'll make their ver- they can make their own cut. You know. Not their own cut of the movie, but their own cut of the, the money that would come in off of that. Right. Like Universal and AMC both get a percentage of that twenty bucks that I give AMC. In fact, you know, and um, we call it Universal is owned by NBC, which is owned by the Peacock. So, what's to say that NBC doesn't go? You know what? Fuck you. We're going to put Fant- uh, Fast and Furious Nine F Nine on Peacock TV, and it's going to be part of the you know the package deal the not the five dollar one but the ten dollar one mm-hmm. you know all those people are gonna run, and then amc gets cut out of all that money you know so it's it's i i think that it'd be smart to kind of there's we talked about this with back when spider-man like there's enough way to for everyone to make money and be happy they just need to actually get their heads out of their asses sit down and start hashing out numbers which i feel like at least NBC and at least Universal and AMC did. Now, whether or not AMC is going to go to Warner Brothers and go, you know, then go to Disney and have those same deals, uh, who knows? Probably not. Mm-hmm. You know, um, especially because Disney is going to be like, we don't. Do we really need you? Because uh, the numbers, our numbers, say otherwise. Right. You know, I mean, yeah, it's smarter in the long run. I mean, to to 
play nice, but Disney might go, okay, you know what? We'll make that deal, but instead of splitting it 60-40 for you guys, it's 60-40 for us. Or we'll get a 50-50 split, or, you know, if we're lucky, we'll give you 10% because fuck you, we're Disney. Disney's going to be like 80-20, you know, like... Yeah, it's be some seventy-five, twenty-five. Yeah, because I think we've talked about them in the past. You know, when they were talking about like, like they they would they would force uh, movies, you know, longer. Like you know, cause, like some of the smaller theaters, they would they would uh, run, you know, uh, so long, and then they can't like hold the screen for so long because they have to show other first-run movies because they don't have that many screens. The the smaller mom and pop version of the uh, theaters. And Disney's like, well, if you if you you can't show it at all, or or you got to pay us X amount of dollars, you know, to, to you know if you're taking it off the screen because right. it's lost revenue for right. us. We, we all know Disney's not above uh, pulling some strong arm tactics. Yes, that that mouse is willing to go. Fuck you, all my money. I'll get it one way or the other. You know, <laughs> that's exactly. Just, that's just how they work. You know. Um, so I mean, yeah, I mean, so we'll see what happens in the future. But I do think that the longer this goes, the less it looks good for those. Because AMC was supposed to be like they they were at the danger of filing for bankruptcy because they were afraid that this was not going to help them in the long run. This, this the longer the longer the quarantines last, the less it helps them. Mm-hmm. So now now you have those back back alley deals going on where it's like no we have to learn how to we need to make our own money as well we can you know as long as if we as long as we get something out of this i guess we can you know be happy and live together harmoniously right but we got we should get a little something something but i guarantee you there's gonna be some other companies out there gonna be like no we're not doing it at all because we have more numbers like disney in particular and there's gonna be cases where <clears throat> AMC is going to be like, hey, Warner Brothers, how'd your list? How did that DC app go? Maybe you might not want to. Maybe you want to deal with us more than you want to deal with everybody else. <laughs> like, you know, there's there's going to be it's going to be interesting to see how things play out. Right. At least. Um, that all being said, I do have one article. It's more of a light, funny article, Ed. Okay. And it deals with Disney. Okay. Unless, unless you have something else you'd like to add to the streaming wars. No, no, I'm, 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 I've, I'm okay. talked out a little bit about that. So let's okay. move on. Okay. Rhode Island, the state, mistakenly mails tax refund checks signed by Mickey Mouse and Walt Disney. <laughs> what? <laughs> okay. More than 150 people in Rhode Island accidentally received their tax refund checks signed by none other than Mickey Mouse and Walt Disney rather than their state officials. Wow. <laughs> According to CNN, um, the misprinted signatures that were on 176 tax refund checks, uh, the error was a result of a technical glitch in the printing system for the state's division of taxation. Uh, apparently, the state's news station um, reported that Mickey Mouse and Walt Disney are the names used on dummy checks for internal testing. Uh, Jade Borgensen, the chief of staff for Rhode Island's Department of Revenue, told CNN that the test image files were mistakenly used on the real checks. <laughs> <laughs> Rhode, Island state tre- Rhode Island State Treasurer St- Seth um, Magziner and State Controller Pete Keenan should have been the signatures featured on the checks. 
um, in a photo posted by the comp- by the, the news channel. Uh, Mickey Mouse names was printed where magazines Zeners should have been, and Disney took Keener's spot. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, clearly, 176 tax refund checks were, were mostly corporate tax refunds <laughs> and were mailed to taxpayers on Monday. Uh, the misprinted checks were mostly related to business taxes, business taxes like sales tax, corporate refunds, and tax credit refunds. After they were mistakenly mailed out, the checks were voided and it can no longer be deposited. <laughs> huh. Yeah, I got my check here for Mickey Mouse. Says you guys owe me two grand. You know, I'm I'm here to collect. That's a valid signature, is it or is it not? Well, he's not your state representative. They're fucking clowns anyway. <laughs> <laughs> this mouse owes me money. I'm cashing in my chips. Mouse pay. <laughs> is this your signature or not? <laughs> oh, oh, gee, it's not really my signature. Uh, is that that W looks familiar? Where where is Walt Disney? You pull his head. You pull his head out of the freezer because I want to talk to him right now. <laughs> uh, that's the thing. I'm like, I'm like it was accidentally. I'm like, really? Is it really accidentally, or is it, <laughs> or did somebody, somebody like you know just wanted to. Uh, um, be a joke, you know, and it was like, and it's like, like last minute, like, oh, they won't, they won't send them out, you know. We'll just, you know, it's, it's a ha, and it's like, and then like, you know, Bob wasn't in that day that he was supposed to get the the, the checks to check or whatever, and it was Lucinda, and Lucinda just put them all in the envelopes, you know, through the envelope machine, and they knew they just went out, and they're like, you know, and and, and Charlie's like, hey, Bob, was that funny? He goes, what do you mean? He goes, did you see the checks that I wrote out with Mickey Mouse and Walt Disney? Oh, I was out that day. <laughs> oh! <laughs> and then they go, what happened? It must have been a glitch somewhere in the system. <laughs> the glitch name's Bob. Uh, what, 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 um, um, look at this article, and this article's from Variety, of course. Um, but there were some comments. And apparently, Rhode Island apparently is a crooked state. I don't know if you knew that, Ed. According nah. to Dr. Mike. <laughs> According to Dr. Mike here. Folks, this is not a surprise. Rhode Island is the single most corrupt state in the country and perhaps the most corrupt on the planet. You cannot possibly know how bad it is unless you lived here for several years. What is good there? Not much at all. Brown University, Rhode Island Hospital, the Block Island represents the very best Rhode Island. Everything else belongs in the sewer. The politicians, every single one of them, should be arrested and charged of violating the RICO Act and thrown in with the general population at the ACI and then put to the state prison. (laughs) (laughs) That was apparently backed up by Sammy News, who says, Dr. Mike is correct. Start with the governor and the health department chief and throw away the key. Their true colors are serviced during the pandemic. Wake up, Rhode Island. There's no love in Rhode Island. Apparently, Rhode Island, it, 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 no one likes Rhode Island. The smallest state, too, you know, gets picked on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I got this check. It was, it, my tax refund came back, and it was signed by Mickey Mouse and Walt Disney. I've been like, oh. And you've, obviously, if you if you come if you do get that check, you're supposed to call the state, the Treasury Department, and they'll if it hasn't already been reissued, they'll reissue one. But I'm like, all right. You know, in grand, the grand scheme of things, 176 of them out of how many got loose? 
All right. Well, Rhode Island's a small state, so that's probably much, pretty much most of the state. <laughs> <laughs> but but the, can you imagine getting that? Like, well, first off, it's like like, do you really look at the check? I mean, who looks at the signatures? It's like Walt Disney, and and you know they 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 sign the back. They go and they they make sure the total they got was right. And they sign the bag and they put it in the machine or they, you know, send in the bag. I'm like, I'm like, I wonder how far they got. Like, I'm like, there has been checks that, that, that made it like to the bank. And I'm like, did the bank look at it? Cause I'm always, I'm always curious. Like, do they really look at stuff or is it just, is it just whatever, you know? And then like, you know, and, you, and they, you know, like nobody cares and it just it goes through. Like, you know, I'm, I'm always curious. I'm, of course, I mean, I'm always afraid because I'm thinking, oh, I should sign a different name on the back and see if they, they, they don't, you know, uh, deposit the check. But then, of course, I'm thinking, yeah, I'll get screwed, you know, like they, they'll, they'll, they'll pick that up. You're the one person that's going to have to. Yeah. Because it's like, like you know, um, like sometimes, like you, 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 you know, you, I don't know if you could still do this or not, but like, like in the old days, like when you write a check, you could put a different date on there, like a future date, and they really can't deposit you before post, that date. Posted a check, yeah. Yeah. And like, like a lot of times I found out like, that's not true. Like you, you, like once you, once you sign it, like that's pretty much like they can like cash that check and or deposit that check. And right. like, you know, like, like some banks could be sticklers about it, but a lot of times they don't even look at it. They just look at the amount, like the signature and that's right. it. Slam their little thing down, clink, clink. Okay. It's good to go. You know, <laughs> like, yeah. And also too, you could also just do direct deposit through um, an ATM machine. Mm-hmm. Where you just put that check in and go, okay, I'm gonna have this check right here, you know. Um, so I mean, yeah, I guess there's different ways. Um, <laughs> just I think it's funny. I would be like, I, I want to keep this check. You don't keep the money. Let me keep the check or send me the money. It depends on how big that check is. <laughs> <laughs> I just, you know, I'm, I'm imagining that it's like yeah, you go down to Disney and you're like, yeah, I'm gonna cash my check here. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> knocking on the door. Yeah, yo, you guys that do cash checking because I got this cash from the Rhode Island the Treasury saying that you guys owe me like a hundred and seventy five dollars. I kind of, I, I want my money. <laughs> well, it's to say like like they have that Main Street and there's like there's the there's the town hall <laughs> like there you know where the mail the mayor of of Disney is that you could go to. I mean. <laughs> I can I can imagine the conversation. The guy comes in like, yeah, I got I got this check going to cash. And it's just like, and it's just like, you know, I'm, I'm here to see the mayor to cash this check, you know, because you know, you guys don't have a bank apparently, you know. And, and they go, oh. and, and it's it's like it's the, the guy's like, well, this is not a real check. Well, you're not the real mayor, but you're the mayor, so cash it. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I'm the mayor, so let cash that check. <laughs> All right, so I, I do have one last story. This was this one I, I saw and I pulled, but I had it at the top of my list of news articles because this is one of those bizarre. Last week we we're talking about the this, the the roles that Keanu Reeves passed on uh -huh. for various reasons. <clears throat> Here is a casting choice that didn't come to be. All right, and it involves Tim Burton, okay, and Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, okay, okay, all right. So I'm not gonna I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna bury the leader who posted this on their Instagram account. Okay, um, this person showed Willie the original Willie Willie Wonka and the Chocolate Factory to their kids, right? Mm -hmm. And person basically says uh, this is their there's a quote from their Instagram. This morning I introduced our babies to one of my all time favorite films, Willie Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. 
They loved it and now fully expect me to deliver a room full of chocolate and candy. That'll be my next project. A little chuckle. Some cool history. Get ready for this, Ed. Okay. Back in the early 2000s, iconic director Tim Burton had considered me to play Willy Wonka in his remake, Charlie in the, Chac- uh, Charlie in the Chocolate Factory. I remember, holy shit, I'm in. But that was many years ago when I was just starting out in Hollywood and had no foundation of global no foundation of global box office strength or any real acting experience to pull it off. The role, of course, went to Johnny Depp, who at the time was the biggest star in the world. The rest was history, and down the road I went. The fact that Tim even considered me, albeit I'm sure he considered me for all of seven seconds, sure meant a hell of a lot to me And I, as I was just breaking into business with no idea what the future had in store. I will always raise a glass to the dreams that don't come true because sometimes they're the best thing that never happened. Okay. Okay. Would you like to take a chance on who said that? <laughs> who said that? Just starting out in the business before Johnny Depp. He was, he's probably big now, I'm assuming, of, of some sort. That, that would be correct. Yes, yeah. he's, he's a big star now. Okay. All right. I, 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 I'm going to ask one question, and then I'm going to take you guys because I still have no idea, but maybe it'll help me a little bit. Was he in a question? Was was he in a pre? It doesn't matter what he was in. <laughs> it does. Was he in no, a? That was the that was the clue of, of who it was. It doesn't matter what he said. Cool. You in the middle of answering a question, and you know it doesn't matter. It's The Rock. <laughs> God, someone doesn't watch wrestling. <laughs> That's exactly right. Because my question was, my question was actually, would, would, was he in a previous Tim Burton movie, which he, I guess you know, wasn't, obviously. So. But the whole point is you asking your question, me cutting you off. It should have been the, if you smell what the Wonka is cooking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, apparently The Rock said that Tim Byrne briefly thought about him to cast as the new Willy Wonka in Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. That would be <laughs> terrible. Byrne <laughs> made the right choice. <laughs> Ooh, I'm passing I, I on mean, <laughs> You stole fizzy lifting drinks. Yeah, yeah, that room has to be washed and sterilized. You lose... You get nothing. Good day, sir. <laughs> the people's elbow. Just the eyebrow and then walks out of the room. If you smell what the Loompas are cooking. <laughs> <laughs> smells like chocolate. <laughs> smells like victory. You got the Wonka elbow. <laughs> he does the little arm thing, pulls out a Wonka bar, bites into it, and drops the elbow. <laughs> it's, the, it's, the, it's, the ever, it's the people's gobstopper. <laughs> the people's. <laughs> the, the sausages taste like sausages. The... We call boots taste like boots. <laughs> Jeez. This one tastes like a the locker room at a WWE wrestling event. 
<laughs> all the little all the little oompa oompas are played by other little wrestlers just imagine I do have to say though like out of anybody that could probably pull that off it would be I, Tim Burton getting you know The Rock to play Charlie and uh, not Charlie this Willy Wonka it's it's it'd be weird because in my head I'm like <laughs> like so let's be honest that. like it wasn't weird already <laughs> like okay you know, if if you hear Tim Burns making a movie the first question I always have is what role is Johnny Depp gonna play because <laughs> <laughs> you know, the two of them are like besties yeah you know it it just goes without saying so it, obviously the choice was Johnny Depp because they're buddies. They make a lot of good stuff together, but for the fact that Tim Byrne was going to walk into a theater, walk into some executive, now he's saying, "Hey, I want to remake Charlie and the Chocolate Factory my own way." Maybe I don't think he said he read the book, but he wanted to do a little different, sort of similar but different. And then to say that he would want Dwayne the Rock Johnson to play Willy Wonka. I would have to look at him. I'm gonna. I would look him dead in his eyes, and he'd be like, "So is this kind of like the time you had Nicolas Cage play Superman?" Because <laughs> look how that worked out for you. Now, <laughs> granted, everyone kind of now wants to see that movie, but no one wants to see that movie now. <laughs> <laughs> like, like you know, now right now, what I think they should do is go back. So one of those deep fake guys should go back and put the rock's face where Johnny Depp's face is <laughs> just to see what it would well it probably would look completely different because Johnny Depp's a little skinnier than the rock is or yeah. was back then even then rock was always a big guy but now he's a monster um it, just, see him walking around that top hat and that cane walking around I just, I, in my head, I'm just the, the Brahma bull coming through. <laughs> I just like, no, I just can't. Just, I'm in, I'm in, I'd watch it. I'd, uh. <laughs> no, what they should do is now with that information, any, next time he hosts Saturday Night Live, they should do it. Yeah, they should do it. Definitely. They should have somebody pretend they're someone pretend they're they're Tim Burton, and have The Rock be like on the set of the movie that never was. You know how they did that. You know other casting choices for Star Wars when they had Kevin Spacey. Yeah. You know, I love that bit. It's so funny and very classic. They should do something like that again, except with The Rock playing Willy Wonka, because I kind of want to see how that would remotely even come close to being. Yeah. I, I almost wish there was some footage of that. Yeah. That someone said, yeah, we started filming, we started doing some test screening, but at some point in time, we decided to go a completely different way with it, and we went with Johnny instead. Just, I want to see The Rock in the top hat. Yeah. In the suit. You know, the bald head, just, you know, swinging his arms around. It would, there would there'd be an explosion somewhere, you know, because mugging to the camera. Because early on, is I mean, in every movie, he, he kind of does the eyebrow lift. But back in the early days, he any chance he could, that was like a signature move <laughs> in right. movie theaters. Just lift the eyebrow. Like, <laughs> every, every time when poor little Veruca Salt gets, you know, 
drop down with the bad egg, and he just kind of looks at the camera, lifts the eyebrow, and then boom, right into the Oompa Loompas. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there was, there was, of course, like I think Farouk, like she was always, she always made comments and every, like, like he just did the eyebrow, like every time, like that would be the. Because <laughs> you can make a drinking game out of that every time, every time Willie, every time Willie Walker raises an eyebrow, I'll drink. It'd be like every time one of the kids falls, you know, what called turns into the blueberry and gets wheeled it off. He just looks at the camera. You're oompa oompa loompa dee doo. I've got another puzzle for you. <laughs> what do you get when you get the rock acting? I'm not that quick today. (laughs) Just, uh, you know, hello, boy. Do you know how chocolate is made? Well, yes, it doesn't matter how it's made. You know where it's made? It's made right here. Lick that wallpaper. Tell me what that tastes like. Just, just you find out in the bottom. The kids are in these like little miniature wrestling cells with the Oompa Loompas doing superfly snooker leaps off in the corner ropes. You know, some little fruit assault tied up in a figure four leg lock. You know, trying to tap out. That's what you get for fizzy lifted drinks. <laughs> uh. <laughs> oh no, giant leg. JR and Jerry King Lawler are just sitting by ringside. Oh, and then Rocka drops the leg. <laughs> <laughs> it's a chocolate elbow, folks. He's <laughs> taking off the top hat. He's swinging his arms. Poor little Veruca's no idea what's coming. Oh, he drops the Rocka elbow. One, two, three. Oh! <laughs> Lifts the eyebrow, and the Oompa's just cart off the body. <laughs> see that little girl twitching because you know it's like a, it's, see if your head is unconscious what was this uh, what was the, the the little chubby German kid who gets stuck in the Augusta. chocolate Augusta Goop. what was his name Augusta Goop Augusta Goop oh, just the rocket in his face call him a little chubby wubby <laughs> <laughs> He's like, you want to go on that lake, don't you? Go ahead, go ahead. You know, see, get that body in a onesie swimming around. <laughs> go ahead, jump in there. It's perfectly fine. Or just, no, wait, stop. <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> oh, gotta. I, no, I kind of want to see that movie. <laughs> Shit, <laughs> I talked myself into it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's all I got. All right. All right. Well, there you have it, folks. Thanks for listening to the show. And if you haven't already, please go to our Facebook page, Geeksters Radio, and give us a like. Follow us on Twitter at Geeksters. Of course, is there anything you want to hear or talk about or want to hear us talk about, you can contact us um, in one way or another. You can contact us at Ed at ed at wordswithgeeks.com or you contact Sean at Sean at wordswithgeeks.com that's S-H-A-W-N Excelsior
That was wonderful. Bravo. I loved that. Oh, it was great. Well, it was pretty good. Well, it wasn't bad. Well, there were parts of it that weren't very good, It could have been a lot better. I didn't really like it. It was pretty terrible. It was bad. It was awful. It was terrible. Get him away. Hey, boo. Boo.